Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode 33 on This Is Life with Jamie Thorne. My guest today was Wade Dickinson. I've known him for many years. He is uh, a marathon running coach. He's a personal trainer um, and just an all-around great guy. And again, I've known him for a very long time. We had a, a great conversation. Um, so yeah, before we get started, just a quick shout out to a few people. To Mike uh, at Apex Granite and Tile located in Langley. They do all my countertops for my renovation company. So check them out on Instagram at Apex Granite. And also their new website, apexgranite.com. To the Hyperize Hypervolt personal massage gun, uh, a great tool to have. So look up uh, Hypervolt or hyperice.com and check out their personal massage guns. To Canprev, I am taking their magnesium and also their zinc. And I take it every night before I go to bed to help with muscle aches and cramps. And I guess if you deal with insomnia or just all around, maybe inflammation in your body, magnesium can help. To APX Performance, my buddy Adam Mulford on Instagram. He is my kinesiologist I go see and also does trigger point therapy and osteopathic on me. And it works wonders. To, what's his name again? Mark, sorry. Rebound Sport and Spine located in Langley. They offer chiropractic. RMT, concussion management, laser therapy, physio, and kinesiology. And yeah, so again, Wade Dickinson on the podcast. It was great to catch up with him. So I really, really hope you guys enjoy the conversation. And yeah, I'll catch you on the next one. All right, here we go. Wade Dickinson on the podcast tonight. Oh, yeah. Welcome to another episode. <laughs> Thanks for having me on, Jamie. He brought me Knob Creek, Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey, and she's tasty. Going no ice. Yeah, it's delicious. And what do you got when you drink the Parkside? Uh, what is it? Yeah, it's Parkside uh, Dusk Pale Ale. Dusk Pale it's Ale. It's not something I usually get, but uh, they actually didn't have a lot there, so yeah, take what you can get. I think it was on... Last episode I did, I was, we were talking about like how much beer has changed. Yeah, I know. Like, that's with Crowbath, wasn't it? Yeah, it yeah. And I was yeah. like, it was like how much it changed. It's just crazy now. Like all the cans are so cool looking, yeah. and just it's, it's it's cool though. I like beyond it. the days of oh, get you know, they're saying the Kokanee or the Canadian, and yeah. that was Corona yeah, and like Pilsner. Well, I used to get Pilsner after like I graduated, going into uh, you know like your party phase after that. Yeah, and uh, I used to always get Pilsner because no one else would drink it. Yeah. So you'd be in a cooler, and if you saw somebody else drinking a Pilsner, like, you son of a bitch, you took my beer. <laughs> well, we used to have G&P parties, and that was yeah. after, like, Paul passed away, so we had gin and Pilsner parties. And because his Bombay gin and, and Pilsner was his drink. Oh, yeah, and nice. if you showed up to the party with any other type of booze, you had to go back to the booze store, or you had to leave your beer that you brought into the in your vehicle. I was like, no, this is a GMP party, only these two types of alcohol. That's I like it. it. Yeah, it's a good, yeah. Good, uh, good style. Yeah. So... What are your certifications? I guess tell people what you do. Uh, so I'm a personal trainer. Uh, I am A certified. I am ISSA certified strength and conditioning specialist. I'm a pose method run coach. I am a, I can't remember the acronyms for it, but I'm a marathon coach as well. I'm an eight weeks out conditioning coach, working on a tactical conditioning coach right now. Damn. Um, FMS certified. There's a few others in there. Like twist conditioning, just all sorts of stuff like that. I'm like those are like, 
I guess when you start talking about like those little, like they're smaller yeah, they're, courses, yeah, like yeah, a couple week courses instead of yeah, like, or like some, a year. Well, the, like the marathon coach stuff, something like six months kind of thing. So they're yeah. a bit a bit heftier, heftier coat. Uh, so course. pose. So you're talking. So that's pose method. I don't know if you've ever heard of that type no, of running style. I don't think so. Um, so it's uh, it was created by Dr. Romanoff. Uh, he worked with uh, Olympians uh, like way back in the 70s, and he basically um, designed this uh, style of running, which is going to lower the impact that you're going to have when you run. Because I, I remember hearing from one of your earlier podcasts, you were running quite a bit. Used to, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, you're knowing, like, if you have bad run form, you're going to be hammering yourself oh, yeah. all the time. I used to go, when I lived downtown for a stretch of several years, I'd run on the seawall. And it's beautiful, loved it, and I'd be thousands of runners out there. Yeah. And at that point, I was already certified and had pretty good run form. And I'd be watching people running at me as I'm going, this looks so painful. <laughs> like, no wonder people hate running. They're like, yeah. it looks, there'd be people like twisted faces, they're hunched over, yeah. their knees are knocking together. I'm like, this looks atrocious mm -hmm. so uh, you wonder why people don't like running it's most of the time is because they can't run they don't know how to run like if you were to go and start swimming you get taught if you were to go start lifting weights somebody teaches you but yeah. running just some comes so natural to people that you just go out and do it yeah but it doesn't mean you do it well yeah so that was the kind of whole angle with going to the pose method so is it true like i guess if you want to go way back people ran more landing on their yeah, they're four foot. Four foot, and yep. then coming down, because that's like your natural shock, shock absorber for your body. And it wasn't until like the 60s when Nike came out yep. with like the high sole. Like, is that yep. all true? Like, sort of like yeah. that, where then people switch more landing on a heel? Yeah, I mean, have you ever heard of the uh, book Born to Run? Yes. Do you, do you read it? I haven't or read it, but I've just heard the title. Do it. I mean, with your running pass, you're going to love it. Yeah. It might even, I don't know, I know you got the bad knees, but. You For might, now. You might want to start <laughs> running again. It is just so, is a page turner, like you're all over it. They talk about that, and it was either the 60s or 70s when they different types of shoes came in. And if you've read like uh, Shoe Dog, um, when like the creation of Nike and all it changed all the running, but yeah, people used to um, run much differently. Mm -hmm. And now you have these huge like 12, 12 mil like uh, uh, drops in shoes, and like you've seen the Hoka's, which yeah. are like just I just got a pair. <laughs> oh, well, because <laughs> they're, like they're they're so comfy. Don't I, get yeah. me wrong, but <laughs> sure, it's like yeah. I have. I have um, what's that? Uh, fuck, what's the name of them again? They're like no soul, like the like a minimus, like a minimus vivo. Uh, v or that's what I got right now. Like yeah, like I have five toed. Oh, like the, uh, the uh, minimalist shoes, the vibrams. Vibrams, yeah. yeah, yeah. And I, I I wear those sometimes, but because I think of my knee issues. And they're in the actual five. The yeah, five they're actually toes? five yeah, toes. So I have yeah. a pair of those. People make fun of me. I don't. Yeah, people I, look at you like sort of weird, and I'm like, they're actually surprisingly comfy. Yeah, like, I don't actually wear them. I, they're actually in public. They're actually yeah, no, no, <laughs> but uh, um, they're actually really good when you go like in like a kayak or something. They're actually fantastic for that. Oh. So that's where I'll wear them. I guess a water shoe. They've been de yeah, de degraded to like the one time every five years I'll go on a kayak. Yeah, like because my cousin Chris, he's the Western Canada sales representative for Hoka. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, oh, like hook me up with a shoe. And then they're like the comfiest things I've ever worn. And my legs feel way better at the end of the day. Yeah. I know it's not the primal way of, you know, doing well, it. But for now, it's like, okay, I'm going to go see Drew so soon nice. and do probably maybe some prolo on the knees and get him to assess me a little bit and uh, try and figure stuff out because I miss running like crazy. But yeah. for now, I'll rock the Hoka's at work because some days I'll be on my feet all day. 
And if I just wear standard shoes, I'm like, ah, like, but with those hokas, I feel nothing. I'm like, oh, this is Yeah, nice. of course. Like, I mean, the, you have two, like, platform-style pillows. Oh, there's, you, like, I feel <laughs> almost weird wearing them. Of course. Because you're, you're like, like... tip over. You're on stilts, dude. Yeah, I'm like, man, like, but they're so comfy. Yeah. Because I guess one thing, I guess, with your, with the knowledge you have, is the one thing I notice is when I drive, like, my heel almost heats up, it feels like. Like, it's, it gets irritated. I'm like, is that a, some sort of, like fascia problem going on in my foot when you're like like if my heel like you know when you're driving your heels you know against the floor so yeah when you're just landing on the floor like on the ground yeah it's like if it's resting there and my foot's on the gas it's like the heel is like irritated where it feels like it's warming up almost in a oh, way oh you mean that you're just driving you're yeah not, you're not running i'm not even running oh, and i'll be <laughs> resting yeah <laughs> okay. yeah that's there's gotta be some problem there i mean yeah it might be some kind of uh plantar fascia or something like that yeah. i'm not sure or yeah, for sure. That, that's yeah, just that ain't, that ain't right. No, no. Um, I hypervolt my feet and actually feels pretty good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we were um, when Mary and I, my wife, we haven't met yet, but nope. um, we were in New Zealand for our uh, honeymoon. This nice. is three years ago. No, two years ago. Yeah, uh, two and a half. Anyways, we were doing. We were actually training for an ultra marathon on our honeymoon. So we wake up. Not every day, but we wake up and go do these big runs, and she just never takes care of herself. Like, <laughs> never does the, like, sp- especially for ultra training. Like, you better be doing all the extra yeah. work. Zach Bitter. Yeah, and <laughs> she ended up, after one big run, woke up the next day, plantar fasciitis. Like, oh, shit. <laughs> just limping around the rest of the... Uh, well, that's what I've heard with those five-toed shoes. you got to be careful, because, like, a lot of people's feet are quite weak. Yes, that's Because your problem. foot wasn't developed yep. to be in a shoe. So... What I say is that... When you're born, before we can walk, our foot is in a shoe, right? Yeah. And probably not when you have little kid shoes, right? But they have all these crazy supports in it and this, that, and the other, um, and the arch supports and stuff like that. Yeah. Your foot is an amazing piece of machinery. Like, it is a beautiful uh, biomechanical machine. And uh, it doesn't need all that stuff. But we've been bracing it up since before we could walk. So it is not something, imagine you have a back brace on your entire life and then you take it off and you oh, try and do it and, and you try and do a deadlift. <laughs> yeah. And that's what going on running is when you try and go, I'm going to drop these shoes and go barefoot or like straight barefoot or, or minimalist anything. Yeah. If you make that kind of drastic change so quickly, you will blow up. Like yeah. you're going to the plantar fasciitis, you're going to rupture your Achilles or something like knees, that, your calves, hips, your everything. knees, hips, like it more likely than not be a little lower body, but um, it could be anything. You don't know. Yeah. Um, and that's the problem with back in the day when uh, Born to Run came out, everyone's like, oh, we're going to go minimalist. We're going minimalist. Like I'm going to run naturally, dude. <laughs> and they would drop their like, t- you know, their huge one inch like a uh, heel or on their, on their, on their got shirt. Hurt. Yeah. And they all, yeah. like there was a class action lawsuit against Vibram. I don't know if you know that. Oh, no shit. Yeah. Yeah. And people they, being stupid. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, there's a little bit of there has to be a little bit of responsibility in the company's part too, where they were just like, you know, this is not just an instant fix. But back then, I guess people just didn't know, um, and they're just like, oh, this is going to help your running. Well, yes, if you slowly, slowly transition it and strengthen your feet and you know improve yeah. your calves, just and all walk that around during the day with them on, because I think that's yeah. what. Like I was just telling you about Adam, I think that's what he did when he got his Vibrams. He had something going on with his arch. And then he said he wore those shoes like every day for like six months or some stupid yeah, long time and that. fixed, almost yeah. fixed his foot. And I'm like, really? Yeah. I'm like, that's crazy. We can do a little exercises too for your feet. Like, 
you know, like physios will give you some, but like there's one like arch doming where you're just like, not like kind of crinkling your toes up, but you're just yeah. kind of sliding your foot back and you are doming the arch. Yeah. And it's a fantastic way to strengthen the foot. Weird. And there was a study that came out that was people with stronger feet were 2.5 times less likely to have a running related injury. Yeah. Like I, I ended up going to that place out in Burnaby, Fortis. Uh, Fortis. That closed down, eh? Oh, really? Yeah, COVID. Oh, Jesus yeah, I know. Went down. I, which is, it was a world class facility. Yeah, world class. I went there. I did. I went on their like their uh, um, their treadmill with the uh, pressure plate on it, and like yeah. I was running there the and sensors get, on you. Yeah, and, stuff. and, and they I got, did the same and thing. Yeah, like they have you on the screen. You're yeah. looking at yourself. That's they said my stride cool. was almost too far apart, so even yeah. when I landed, it was even heavier. Yeah. on my heel, but then I just. It's been a long road for the knees, so I'm hoping <laughs> yes. Drew, please help yeah, me. He just yeah. got back from his vacation. He actually I, messaged me today. I saw that. I've I've seen him before. Like, yeah, he's been helping so, me out. Yeah, and I'm I'm curious, curious to see what because uh, I've done PRP, but I only did it once. <laughs> no, I heard so, that. So yes. I was like, ah, but it's not the cheapest thing to do. That's no, the problem. Dude, that I was like 600 bucks. I was getting pro- like, oh. prolo done. I got prolo done for months uh, on my back. And yeah, we'll get into that in a minute. But um, I was getting all my down my back from a car accident. And it was working. After a while, I'm like, oh my god, I'm like, I feel like I feel I, better. I went through a, like two days with no pain, and this this hasn't it hadn't happened at that point. It was probably eight years, kind of thing. Yeah, uh, I was in pain every single day, and I'm like, oh my god, I'm not in any pain. This is unreal. Workouts start cranking up. I did two hard workouts back to back days. Did like a Friday and then Saturday, and I was doing like some you know heavier deadlifts. They were starting to kind of climb back up. Yeah, boom, came back square one. This is like five grand worth of pro- prolo. Yeah, because he said prolo and then PRP yeah. and then stem, stem cell. And I'm yeah. like, yeah, I don't have the money for that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was yeah. like, I would have to save up for that. Yeah, you're on, uh, when, on Rogan's level. You can yeah, pop yeah, down get it to every Mexico. Week. Or, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm curious. I'm curious to see what it would do. Because I tried. The one thing I forgot to talk about with Drew is that I took B- uh, BCP157. And it's like a peptide. Oh, and it's okay, supposed yeah. to be really good for strengthening ligaments and tendons and stuff like that. And I sort of watched, I went after like uh, Ben Greenfield and yeah, he did it yeah, for tennis well. elbow, I think. And that guy's like a freak. Yeah. He's, he's, re- yeah, he's, he's something freak. else, <laughs> yeah, man. But he's amazing to listen to, but I can't understand every fifth word that comes out of his mouth. But um, yeah, I, have, I, I have his podcast. I haven't really got into it because I have several and they're all both. It's fascinating. Yeah. They're all health and fitness related. And then yours. Or there's the, yeah. <laughs> there's the one that's not health and fitness, but I have him. I just haven't really. Uh, gotten into it before yeah so i looked up his stuff what he did what he recommended because if i went to a lot of forums and i was like well i did this and i did this i'm like okay what's where's the science behind this who's who can i trust yeah and i literally ordered it from canadian peptides and like a legit company ordered insulin needles Mm -hmm. and that was pretty much it and i started doing it uh it was every i think it was every night i injected into my fat of my stomach just with an insulin pen but I didn't notice anything, but what started happening is I started getting like a super tight chested, like, uh, knot. Like it felt like I was always anxious all the oh. time. And I was <laughs> like, okay, like I have to stop this. And one night I did it and I went and sat on the couch with Katie watching a show. And I was like, my heart is pounding out of my chest right now. And I'm like, she's like, you're right. And I was like, no. And I like <laughs> stood up and I was like, maybe a little bit of panic sort yeah. of set into. Well, yeah, I'm talking and about I was it. like, 
I was like, fuck, man. I was like, all right, like, I'm done. And I, I just bought, like, another six <laughs> bottles. I'm like, oh, no. Put them in the freezer. Yeah, so that stuff's just sitting in my bathroom still. And I'm like, shit, like, I had really high hopes yeah, for well, it. Yeah, desperate, then, man. Yeah, because I, I had so many reviews. Like, my knees feel so much better. Tennis elbow was gone in three weeks. And I'm like, fuck, man. Like, so I write, may have found it. Right, nope. uh, Ben Greenfield, a uh, nasty letter. Hey, you um, son of no, a... No, no, snail mail. <laughs> <laughs> I'll send him the bill. Like you need to e-transfer me this money. But yeah. like, you're some like a uh, scammer. Thing. <laughs> no, this is legit. This is real, man. You owe me money. But That's we'll funny. we'll figure it out. Like I've tried over the years. Seems like I complain a, a lot about myself. But it's I wish. Yeah, if I could just have my knees back where I can run again and you know gain some mass on the old legs and you know just be able to squat and like even deadlift, even lunges. Any how, how's of that your, type of like, stuff. How is the lifting? It's, I, I can't really squat. Lunges kill me. Well, yeah, lunge would probably be the worst. Yeah. So, but I just, obviously, I was listening Are to Are you doing work. any, like, uh, Romanian deadlifts and stuff like that? I can do, like... Hammy curls, at least? Yeah, I can do, like, uh, curls, leg curls, but I can't go too heavy, and I can't go past 90. So I'll come up and just sort of stop. Because yeah, it am. seems like if I go too far, it almost pulls on my tendon even more. Yeah. Like, it just feels like it's everything's very loose. And I don't know if it has to do my kneecap tracking not the right way, and it might be rubbing, it might be causing inflammation and all that type of stuff. Yeah. I've done CBD, um, but I think you need to take like a lot of it. I know to I, notice, and it's bloody expensive, dude. We were yeah. I was trying to take some for sleep. Uh, I don't know, a year, maybe two years ago. Yeah. And you know, you're taking a little bit, and then I was listening to some of the literature coming out, or like somebody's talking about some of the literature. I'm like, man, you need to take like quadruple the amount. I yeah, was saying. Like, I was dude, taking like bankrupt two, two hundred milligrams a night. I was taking yeah. like a tincture, and I could get was it five hundred mil bottles I was getting, you know, through a friend. And um, but yeah, like I, I've heard Rogan talk about, it, and he says he takes like a thousand, and I'm like, dude, I'm gonna burn through a bottle <laughs> yeah. so quickly, like. Yeah. And it's like you're talking like a thousand dollars a month just in CBD, and okay. I'm like, I can't like all the vitamins you take and everything. I'm like, what am what? I gonna spend two grand a month on supplements? What? Like <laughs> this is gonna get crazy. I know I'm already I'm already high enough, anyways. Don't yeah, unfortunately, Alexa works at Nature's Fair. Oh yeah, so nice, she nice. she hooks me up a little bit. Sweet. So. Um, I just actually just I don't think I'd ever been to a uh, Nature's Fair until I was in Penticton just recently. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, this store is awesome. It's awesome. Yeah. yeah. So I, we it's don't great. have we don't have one in North Van because I was living there. And then in February we moved out to Lions Bay and there's literally nothing. Yeah. There's a general store. Yeah. And that and the post office. And that's yeah. about it. Um yeah, I've never Living been to the past. Yeah. Post office <laughs> yeah, and general yeah, that's, store. That's, that is. Maybe it's, a home hardware. Yeah. No, yeah. no, not not even such. I think it's like a hair salon. Uh yeah, because I I did a solo podcast the other day and yeah, I was listening it was the first time and like it was a bit clunky and stuff. It was you know, like but I'll I'll get better at it. Um and the next like couple of topics I wanted to talk about was like the importance of like vitamins like what's your point of view like on vitamins like vitamin d especially yeah i've learned more and more about how freaking important it is for everything in your body mm -hmm. but the one issue i have with like well supplements and, and whatever is you can get carried away 
so fast. Oh, yeah. Like all of a sudden you're like, oh, I'll take this and this. And then you go to the store and they're like, well, do you have this? Do you have your fish oils? Do you have your vitamin D? Do you have your pre and postbiotics? So do you have your protein? Do you, what about what are you doing for post? Yeah. Like it's like, oh, you taking yeah. your multi? It's like, oh my god, I spend two, three hundred dollars a month, and I have to take twenty pills a day. Yeah. You're like, what the? What? How the fuck did I get here? Yeah, because that's what I find. And then, well, then I always I like to when I'm taking them, I'll take you know take whatever for a little while and cycle off of it, and then you know come back to it later. Yeah. Um. Probably besides vitamin D is what. what one of the only ones I try basically take year round. Continuously, yeah. Besides the summer, but yes, you were talking to uh, uh, Drew the other day. Like you got to be out at the right in the sun, certain degree you know. of the sun, yeah, and so, everything. I mean, you do what you can. And yeah. then, like, what is the? It's not like just you. Know, you're out for. I'm assuming I'm not an expert in it whatsoever, but you're not out there for a half hour. Then boom, you get all your vitamin D in one shot. No, mm-hmm. it'll be you'll be getting some, 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 and then you might not get an optimal amount. Yeah, but. Or just take a supplement. Yeah, I mean, from what I've seen, like if you're supplementing at like with a uh, five thousand IU's a, a day kind of thing, but mm-hmm. like if you, especially as light skinned guys, if you go out in the sun, like you're getting was like fifty thousand. Yeah, oh yeah, it's like way it's, more. It's massive. It's stupid. It's massive. Yeah, because I know there's apps and stuff that you can track when the best time to go mm-hmm. outside is. It, you position, oh, you like nice. put in your location where you live and everything, and that's great for. Well, this summer has been ridiculous for vitamin yeah. D. Yeah. Besides the smoke today, it's freaking yeah. gross. Yeah, it's, it's um, getting worse, man. Like, dude, I had ash on my van this morning. I'm like, what the hell is this? I was, I was like, ash? I was up in Vernon last weekend where oh, there was no. the evacuation alert. Yeah. And I, I still got ash. I mean, like, gotta go to the car wash, get this thing washed because I can't wash my car at my place. Really. Yeah. Um, and I just still haven't made it there. <laughs> I'm like, God, I made the car wash. This ash is just horrible. Yeah, it's gross. So, yeah, one, one of these days, in the next two weeks, I'll saunter in there and get to my car <laughs> yeah, wash. Yeah, because I just got, I think Alexa brought home some vitamin D the other day, and it's 2,500 IU per pill. And wow. I, yeah, and I was like, oh, this is great because it used to be like 1,000. Yeah, I think, I think they just good. jacked it up. Oh, wow. They just made it higher. Huh. I like, wonder why, maybe. Yeah, you yeah. Know? yeah. <laughs> And the un- unknown word. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I take I take three pills now. So I take 7,500 IU a day, and sometimes I'll throw a fourth in there if I want to. So I started but taking a liquid form um, because I heard it was better. Oh, yeah. And the pills. So I was going to a store, which I cannot remember the name, on Lonsdale. And I uh, got that, and it was like a naturopathic type uh, grade vitamin D. Yeah. Uh, I take fish oil, curcumin. Oh, what else? Uh, spirulina. Okay. And like, I I go on and off of those. I have like a collagen. Uh, again, taking on and off those. Like, you know, like just stuff like matcha tea. Yeah. Like I'll just dump that in a smoothie, just a little spoonful. I don't actually make matcha tea. Yeah. Uh, I know you are a tea, a tea drinker. And I was. Oh yeah, li- sleepy time tea. Well, I was, la- I was <laughs> laughing, so I was taking sleepy time. Oh, I've it. had it's so good. I've had sleep issues for two decades. Like, oh no shit! It has been a haul. And I was taking sleepy time tea, but it always make me have to wake up in the middle of the night take, take a piss. A piss. And I, like, I do every night, man. Dude, every night. So, but the, my problem is I fall asleep, and I got my aura ring too. And I heard you, you got yours. Uh, yeah. we'll, go, we'll get deep into this <laughs> stuff. But um, so I, I wake up and take a piss, and I can't go back to bed. And that's the problem for me is I fall asleep like a rock usually. Like yeah. I'm out. Because you're exercising, you're training people. Oh, yeah. You're exhausted by the time yeah, yeah. you go to bed. For sure. And uh, And then I'll wake up. I was like, it was like almost like two thirty, on the nose. I wake up and eventually you'd be laying there for five ten minutes, and this is before. And I'd be like, "Fuck, what time is it?" We're like two thirty, like every yeah. single night. And yeah. then I'd eventually get up and go pee. Um, 
go back and I just lay wide awake all night. So I'm getting like four hours sleep kind of thing. So I go to bed like I'm lights out at like 10 at the latest. Yeah, same here. Like I'm in bed at nine, read, and then lights out. Now it's more like 930-ish. Yeah. So I'm waking up at 420 on most days. Yeah, I'm like quarter to five. Yeah. yeah. And then I sometimes, so I have three days a week, um, I start at six. I have a 6 a.m. client. And then two days a week, I have a 7 a.m. So that's my like sleep in to like five fifteen. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny what sleep in is now. I know, eh? I know. It's like high school, I think I slept into like two o'clock sometimes. Oh, today though, <laughs> today I my first two clients of the day uh, were away, so I actually got to sleep into like six, Ooh. and I actually slept in, and I like the best sleep. But I didn't put my O-ring on. I was so choked. Yeah, I've been sleeping like garbage all week. O-rings like I got like four and a half hours the night before. I'm like, oh, this is yeah. It's not interesting. Enough. I just always wonder how correct this thing is. There's yeah, it's it's like it's fallible just like it's any within other five ten percent or something yeah, like that. I'll take it. It's yeah, better I'll than take it. it's t- yeah. better than taking a completely wild guess at nothing. Yeah. Like you're like oh maybe I like I feel refreshed. I, like your just, readiness and your yeah, sleep score. I, I like data. I love data. Like yeah, it's curious to look at yeah, how many steps. Yeah, and actually it seems quite um, accurate for what I feel like I'm out and I'm looking at it. Deep sleep is perfect on my little little tracker thing, but my REM sleep is shit. Especially because yeah, sometimes for me, REMs is always in the red, and that's always like you. I don't know if you, um, we talking about listening to uh, Hubberman or Matthew Walker. Matthew Walker, he, is, yeah. he was yeah. just on. Hubberman. Yeah, I know, I know. I was listening, to and Hubbard. he was on Lex Friedman too. Have you read his book? I have not. Why no. we sleep? Or like, I know you listen to it. I, I'm a big reader. I like paper. Like I'm. Yeah, I, I listen. I like. Yeah. I have more. Yeah, I, I, because I either driving or I'm at work by myself mm-hmm. all the time. I just have headphones in so I can listen. All day. I know you're saying you listen to all these Rogan podcasts. I'm like, dude, where do you find this time, man? I, like, I know you got the kids and like, no, because I'll be gone. I'll yeah, be by yeah. myself all day. So it's actually just headphones in and podcasts all day. I'll listen to yeah. three podcasts in a day. That's yeah, pretty dope. <laughs> so I see. I get nice. the only chance I get is to and from work now is. So I live in North Van. My commute was four minutes to work, which oh, is geez. like it take that, you like, and that was on a bad day, a month to listen <laughs> to a podcast, yeah, right? Like. <laughs> <laughs> take a lot more of that but now living in Lions Bay it's a 25 minute commute um and I but I listen to music on the way in at like whatever it is if I'm out the door at 520 on my earlier clients yeah like I don't want to listen to podcasts at that time I want to listen to some tunes and get going yeah I got wake my, you up yeah I got my coffee going exactly you got to get you know you got to be you can't show up at the door rubbing sleep out of your eyes if you got clients there mm-hmm. where some people do yeah but those people don't last like if you're you got to be there for your client and high energy and you know, you're there and yeah. on, right? So, yeah, I need my tunes, get all jacked up, coffee, and uh, show up. But uh, anyways, I was saying about the the uh, aura ring, like my REM sleep is just garbage. Yeah. And it's and that's your, your much further into your REM sleep in the later portions of the night. Like the first part is mostly deep. And you go into your like your waves or cycles, you want to call it. Yeah. But then further into the night, you're you're higher into the REM. It's like late at the night too. Like, I know it's like, it's like, you know, the 2 a.m. past. Yeah. Like Chaz and Alexa live next door in the cottage. They, Chaz says he gets, his his REM starts almost at like 4.30 or 5 o'clock in the morning. And I'm like, I'm up. What time, what time does he go to bed at though? Between 10 and 11. And some nights he's exhausted and he goes to bed at nine or passes out. But again, like everybody's different. That's the thing. Like they're like Matthew Walker's explained before, like they're, People actually can function perfectly fine on five, six hours of sleep. Yeah, after, like, after reading his book, like his book is like super dogmatic about it. And but then listening to that podcast, because I, I think the book is probably three, four years old now. Uh, but listening to the podcast on Hubberman, there he was. Uh, he's a lot 
little more loose yeah. with it. So that was kind of Hoverman's nice to awesome too. Yeah. I really enjoy listening yeah. to him. He has like a a nice voice to listen to. Yeah. In a way. You're like, well, oh, you got dude, a good voice. Dude, like, he plays super smart. Like, he's, he's very he's yeah. working at Stanford. And <laughs> yeah. he, how he explains himself, like, I am no physician. Yeah. I am like a professor. I don't prescribe. And I'm yeah. just like, but then he, he, when he was on Rogan, he was talking about like, oh, yeah, these natural plants that you can take are just as strong as like taking D-ball. I'm like, what are these plants called? <laughs> like, oh, yeah. No I, wanna... I, no, I saw that. That was like, uh, it was like ectosterone. Yeah. yeah. My buddy Brian, who actually I just went golfing with on Sunday for a buddy's birthday. He ordered. <laughs> he's like, "Did you listen to that?" He's like, "I ordered four <laughs> bottles of it." <laughs> I'm just like, "Well, let me know how, he, how it goes, yeah, man." I want, I'm I, super, I want some transformation pictures. Yeah, before and after. Yeah, get super tan too before you take the yeah, after. One. Obviously, but uh, and you got a frown on your face in the first picture. Yeah, you just stick your gut out. <laughs> yeah. You're like frowning. Yeah, bat upward lighting. <laughs> That's how they're done. Like I know, I know. when you used to buy like the muscle magazines, you'd be like <laughs> yeah, before the guy's all pouting, like he just killed his yeah. dog or something, <laughs> <laughs> and then. The before one, he's so yeah. happy, he's so yeah. tan. Oh, yeah, the afterwards, like, yeah. And then uh, I remember seeing this one. It was for, like, some kind of pump, whatever it was. And some dude's forearm. First thing, you know, he's flexing, whatever. And then the second, the after photo, he just kind of just did, like, 700 wrist curls. Yeah. And then there's the after photo. Well, I heard, like, lighting when on. you drink wine, you can get quite vascular from drinking wine. Oh, I And it's like, you look at your forearms, you're like, actually, you know what? I think that might be true. Like if you drink a bunch of wine, you look at your veins. You're like, oh shit! I'll put that like to the test next time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Drink I mean. a bottle and be like, hey babe, look, <laughs> check it. <laughs> he was right. <laughs> it's an experiment. Yeah, I gotta drink these two bottles for an experiment. Yeah, the, the only thing with supplements is like, especially taking like a multivitamin. It's like, oh, do you feel different? I'm like, I no. no. It's like it's more like doing sauna and cold plunges. It's like it's more cellular. Like a little bit, even though like I feel the difference if I miss three or four days. But when you take supplements, you don't feel like that. You don't feel like, oh, man, I'm jacked up. I'm ready. It's like you don't know. No, it doesn't work like that. No, like it's the inner workings that you're trying to take care of. Yeah, maybe if you took like if you're taking like a like a, was it glucosamine or something like that and like you got really bad knees and then after like the whatever a month or whatever yeah. it is that takes to you know really get into your system and that those aches and pains go away, then, yeah, you might really notice Which is interesting to think of. It's like, how does that work? Why does it take so long for something to work? Like, is that <laughs> yeah. just how the body accepts a new enzyme or nutrition yeah. into the yeah, body? I'm like, not sure. Not sure. It's like doing, like, a certain type of diet. Like, you might not, like, you know, I did keto years ago or two years ago now, and it, you get the keto flu, and you're like, oh, fuck, man, like, I feel weird. And then a couple of days later, you're like, I'm fine. I'm great. Yeah. feel wonderful, you know? Yeah, and I imagine, I mean, that's obviously a little more instantaneous than taking supplements, right? Yeah, like your s- everything's system is sort yeah. of changing over. Yeah. But when it comes to supplements, I'm always like, like, you have to take these with food. Is it too hard on your system to take it without food? Because I've taken, I've taken like, uh, mineral drops I've put in my water before I've gone into the sauna, like, without going to the sauna just oh, to yeah, hydrate, yeah, and I felt that? sick as fuck. And I was like, holy with putting, crap. With putting them in? Yeah, with no food. And oh, no food. Okay, yeah, gotcha. and I was like, man, like, I, I've taken vitamins before, and I'll take, because I take, uh, like, a multivitamin, my fats, my vitamin D, my quercetin, which has vitamin C. Then I have, like, a brain one that I got for free, so I'll just take it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, if I take some of these without food, it's like, I feel weird. 
Like I, it's like I almost feel like spaced out like a little mm. bit. Like I gotta shake my head. I'm like, oh yeah, I didn't eat. I'm like, oh crap. Do you do fasting and stuff? Is that why I do fast once in a while? Um, but I think because of the way I eat now, I I don't know if fasting's necessary. So I yeah, I don't like it's. I'm not trying to like lose weight, you know. So for me, it's like fast for a reason. You know, yeah. but it's obviously good for your system to fast. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you're doing it properly and like if you're watching uh, Rhonda Patrick on yeah. there and that you're like, I just mean, there's so much different information on fasting. That's why, you know, I, be, I was hesitant to, you know, kind of just dive right in because, mm. you know, some people are like, if you can't take anything, you can't have coffee. Like just yeah, water, no, water, water you can't. Yeah, just tea just, sometimes too. Yeah, yes. But then there's different types of other, fasting. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But I mean, where are you losing the, um, uh, what is it called? The, is the, uh, Don't get too far away from that. Yeah, I'm trying. I'm trying to think of what it's called now. I'm, I'm forgetting what it is. But you're going to lose some of the benefits of fasting, besides, you know, like or like your growth hormone and all that mm -hmm. kind of stuff. So because that only spikes after what, like growth hormones, like 15 hours or something like yeah, that, yeah, isn't I'm, it? I'm, I'm not sure. Something I've just like that. Heard different things. So I mean, if you are fasting and then you you know have your black coffee every morning, kind of thing. Well, what benefits are you looking for? Or like, what is that doing for you? Like, because so. it's a calorie intake, I think. But if you eat. I think from what Alexa, I remember her saying something. It was like, if it's like 10 or 15 calories or less, it's not really going to break your fast. Yeah, and I've heard that. Like I've heard that, but I've also heard that with Rhonda Patrick saying, if you yeah. take anything. And I would trust anything, her. Yeah. Well, she's awesome. Yeah, she's pretty, pretty uh, like ingenious. So, But I hear that, I'm like, well, what is it? <laughs> like, what, Where are we at here? So, yeah. Um, actually, I was with Drew, too, and uh, like I got my blood work done and stuff, and I actually have, it's not an alert yet, but high cortisol. Oh, so yeah. it's like, fasting is not for you. Like, just don't do it. Yeah. Because um, it can raise your cortisol even higher. So um, <clears throat> it's one reason I try to get into, like, meditation and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Or, you know, maybe one of the reasons I have had sleep issues. I was circling back to that. What I used to do, so I'd wake up in the in the morning or, like, at midnight to go to the washroom. But I'd also wake up starving. Like, I'd be just so hungry when I woke up. And I just, like saunter into the kitchen with my like you eat? I, yeah with my eyes closed because i didn't want to like open them up and have light come in and really yeah. like screw you up that way but i'd be like <laughs> if i was fine we always had wheat thins in the house. <laughs> oh yeah, that's good i love wheat thins <laughs> <laughs> we, they do taste good i know like we haven't had them for a while actually i heard there's something like somebody some uh, nutritionist posted something like some cancer causing thing and you uh, like, like no you're yeah. still stuffing your face <laughs> <laughs> this, this is my it's my last thing <laughs> um but I just like have wheat thins, like 15 wheat thins and a handful of almonds that go back to sleep. So I ended up actually having a like a really good like nighttime snack bowl. So I have like um, they're all fro it's frozen fruit, but I'll, and I'll obviously thaw it out before. But I'll have like dark cherries, yeah. uh, pomegranate seeds, cashews and pumpkin seeds. And then I'll, I'll let it all thaw out and then I put some oat milk on it. Cause that's what I drink. Yeah. And it's a delicious snack bed is like really sweet so it's like you have like a nighttime like sweet craving which a lot of people do yeah so everybody's like oh yeah what can i eat before i go so to it's bed a, it's a great little like dessert yeah. and all those I, maybe not the cashews themselves but everything helps with your sleep all those everything that's in it and the kiwi would be good sometimes i'll put kiwi in yeah. or pistachios because pistachios uh, really help your sleep so huh. it's a nice little hack they all taste sweet it's got fats carbs in it and i haven't woke, uh, woken up hungry since yeah, like it, I think it's because of me getting up early, training in the morning, and then, you know, having a physical job still, yeah. doing the sauna, 
shower, cold plunge, and a sleepy time tea. It's like for me, like it's if I didn't have kids, I wouldn't wake up at all. Like I'm out. Oh, really? Like oh yeah, like I have no issue sleeping because I think nice. my body's just like, yeah, we're done. Yeah. You're done. You did what twenty five thousand steps today. You that's walking of like twenty two miles or whatever the hell it yeah. is. So it's like we're done. Like you're ready to go to bed. For me, it doesn't matter how how uh, tired I am. It just I have insomnia. <laughs> your brain is just like, yeah. It would wake up and I'd be thinking and all that kind of stuff. So I actually saw a sleep or like a, a psychiatrist that specialized in sleep. Hmm. And you know, I was doing all like the sleep hygiene stuff you're supposed yeah. to do, and I, you know, I started turning my phone off at 8 p.m. Like just off, so you just can't like you know, blue light and distractions, uh, keeping the mind active. Yeah, but the last thing she suggested I do was just turn the TV off, so no TV. It's not in our room or anything. Yeah, because that's not good for you either for sleep. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it was just turn the TV off, and we were turning it off at 8 p.m. Within a week, I was sleeping fine. TV. Yeah, I know. Especially phone too. Phone's almost oh, probably yeah. worse. The phone, the, well, the phone is on airplane and do not disturb. I use it for my alarm. It really shouldn't be in the yeah. room, but I don't trust my alarm clock. I have a Fitbit watch that I bought years ago, and it vibrates to wake me up. It's a nice mm-hmm. way to wake up because it's like no sound. It's not like eh. you're like, oh, what yeah. the hell is that? You shoot out of bed. It's like a shitty way to wake up. Or yeah, this like sort of vibrates, and you're like, you sort of feel it, and you're like. All right, and you look at your watch, and it's like, let's go. I'm like, all right, let's go. I was such a finicky sleeper. Like, I don't sleep with my wedding band on, but now I got the aura ring, so I'm really trying to, I like don't wear my wedding ring. It's just the aura <laughs> band. <laughs> and she's the one that got it for me. I'm like, ah, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> this is the real token of love. Yeah. It's curious, though, because it's the temperature, too. Like, people are like, oh, I love showering before I go to bed. I'm like, that's pretty much one of the worst things you can yeah, do before yeah, you go to bed because you're, you're trying saying. to drop your temperature. Yeah. I actually, because of listening to your podcast the other day, I actually had my first cold shower in a long time. How'd it feel? Oh, it's, well, I'm such a little bitch when it comes <laughs> to, like, the cold like that. Like, well, it takes tolerance. You'll build it up over time. Yeah. So, I mean, in our we get water right from a creek. So, nice. we're in Lions Bay on the side of a mountain. Our, all of our water comes from a creek. And uh, it's just so hot that it, was, it doesn't get that cold. Yeah, same here. Um, like, even the well water. Yeah, like, yeah, it's crazy. I'll turn it on, and with my outdoor shot, I can literally stand there for 10 minutes. I'm like, oh, this ain't shit. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, we do have our driveway is like 800 meters long. And yeah, that's at the, long. At the, and it's like, it's like 30% grade in some spots. It's a crazy driveway. If It, it only snowed once last year, but knows what's gonna do this year <laughs> was like oh it's the end of the world soon so right. yeah <laughs> perfect good. perfect we had like six six or i think we had six people that are shoveling it took 45 minutes and we we're just doing like tire like tracks yeah for a quad with a freaking blade on the front yeah well that would be that would be nice <laughs> <laughs> um but at the bottom of the driveway we have a waterfall and there's like a creek down there too a different one yeah and i finally found this like pool there's a nice little i was looking for pools because i was looking at i was listening to hoverman about uh, you know, the uh, what is it called? The plunge.com or something like that. And he was mm-hmm. talking about uh, just for body fat and like you're turning, but you have to have a specific protocol to do it. And that will uh, turn your white fat into brown fat, yeah. which is metabolically active. Now flush it out. Well, it's, it's metabolically active. So it kind of it, like it's like muscle. burns it. For, yeah. Because yeah. there's more of energy and fat than. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So um, I was, I'm like, where did I find a little pool? Like, because in this little river, like, it's going. It's pretty steep, and like if yeah. you go down there, and like you were to like slip and fall and hit a bad it might spot, might be it. No, you're no. It is it. <laughs> it <laughs> is it. Yeah, you're done. <laughs> I mean, and it's not like it's going that fast, but water is really tricky. Where you, 
you know, it can take you away pretty quick. Rocks are slippery. Yeah. Boom, and you're gone. And going down, they're just like there's little falls everywhere. But anyways, but I found a safe little pool to go pop Ooh, into. Going cold plunge. I gotta do it. Do it, man. So we were doing that also uh, when we were training for the ultra in uh, Lynn Creek. So through May and June when we were training, we'd finish up our like we were doing on the Saturdays. We built up to this, obviously. Yeah. But we were doing like five, six. I think our longest was a seven-hour training run. So you're yes, just quite a while. out there all Saturday. And then, you know, we just go sit in Lynn Creek for 10 minutes. Yeah. And it was brutal. Well, that would help. Oh, yeah. Oh, that would help yeah. a lot. It did. It did help a lot. Yeah. I nice. I turned on the freezer again the other night, and there was a lot of ice, and I sat in it last night, and I put it at four minutes. But I had, like, such – I didn't want to do it. I was fighting so hard, <laughs> yeah. and I'm like – fuck you have to go and i'm like no <laughs> like the cold shower is no problem and i'm just staring at the cooler or freezer standing outside of it i'm like i'm already in a bad mindset i'm like i ain't gonna last four minutes yeah and i got in and i got out at like three minutes and change and i was like you fucking pussy you should, you should, <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> you're so close you should have created a, a podcast about your inner monologue <laughs> like arguing oh, yourself how like to, just to recording myself while they're like <laughs> yeah. don't do, do it. it no do it you but do like it. yeah no. sometimes do it. it's Sometimes I, I do really good, yeah. and other times I just like I'm I'm dying. I'm like I am so cold. Right well, now. such as life with motivation and you know how you're feeling the ebb, struggle, ebb and flow of your energy and yeah willpower for the day. Yeah, like the sauna was hot. The sauna was like 95, and I was like, ah, oh, fuck. Like it's pretty warm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, you know, no, I want to I want to get one of those little like full because our like our property's like we're in a cottage behind our landlord's place, which is Mary's like best friend's parents. Yeah. So we're in this little cottage behind theirs, and there's just there's just no like yard, mm-hmm. like it's a mountain. <laughs> like, yeah. Like there's this little paved uh, like paved way for us to or, like grab away for us to get into the house, and we got a nice little patio. It's got a beautiful view. We get like the most amazing sunsets. We got a patio furniture and a fire table out there. It's nice. Pretty, like we eat dinner out there every night. Um, but I want to get one of those little uh, tent saunas. Yeah. Just yeah. because that's all that's all I got, man. Yeah. So that's all I can. Fit. Well, you can get like a one person infrared. I know I was what like the like the yeah like the wood one. I know I was looking at that. I mean, what are they like two grand or something? Yeah, like somewhere grand. around there. Yeah. But I just don't. I don't even think I could set that up anywhere. So you got like a pop up sauna. Yeah, and just like fold it up every night <laughs> on my patio, just sitting there like Bernie Sanders. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, just legs crossed <laughs> yeah. in it. Yeah, yeah, they're addicting. Like I was in it last night, and um, it's you know thirty six degrees out. And I'm like, I gotta go light the sauna. And Katie looks at me like, what? Yeah, I'm like, you're in a sauna right uh, now in our house. Yeah, no. <laughs> like, I need to go in. <laughs> just an addiction now. Yeah. Like, you just yeah. feel so good. Like, my rule is never to bring my phone in, but now I listen to podcasts sitting in there. And I'm like, ah, whatever. Well, the one I was looking at, um, it had, like, a stereo system yeah. in it, which would be dope, because you wouldn't you just leave your phone outside or whatever, yeah. have the stereo system going, and you don't have to worry about that distraction and kind of just focus in and kind of, like, half meditate while you're in there and yeah. have some... Uh, it's hard, like, to, I've tried to do deep breathing in there, but the air is so hot. Yeah. Like, it literally, like, if you try and breathe through your nose, it is, like, burning on yeah. fire. <laughs> and I'm like, how does pe- how do people fucking breathe properly in a sauna? You know, you don't want to breathe through your mouth. Your mouth gets so dry. Yeah. And you're like, yeah. okay, well, I'll just maybe slow down my breathing and do, like, very subtle breath, breath work in here. But it's when you're sitting in the freezer where you're... Really trying to get as much oxygen in the system without dying, I guess, in a way. Yeah. <laughs> without yeah. getting hypothermia. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> I, I did 7.15 is the longest. I got to work my way to 10. 
I tried 10 the other night, but I, I couldn't. I set it at 10, but I quit at, um, I guess it would have been two 245. Yeah, how but deep are you going in that bad boy? Up to my chin. Oh, ooh, right, right in. So, yeah. So when we were going in the Lynn Creek, we were just like, past your waist kind of thing which is that's no problem it's a lot easier well for you now go into your go into shoulders man and just sit in there and just no chill (laughs) just chill out you're good well i gotta figure i gotta get into this pond too and i what i need to do is since it is so hot out it's the perfect time to kind of yeah get into it so you can you know it's easier mentally to get in because i've gotten home from work sometimes i've been like fuck it and i'll just strip down my boxers and get into the freezer and i'm like this is way harder to do Oh, really? Yeah, because like if you come out of the sauna, you're cooking hot. Yeah, yeah. You're pouring sweat. You're ready to cool off. So you're like, yeah, I want to go sit in here. But it might be harder because your skin is that much hotter. So, yeah. But again, I read off the benefits of going. I think it's more of like a Nordic way of doing it where you go sauna cold, sauna cold. You can go back and forth. Yeah. But by the time when I did that 7.15, I got out and I was shivering so bad in the sauna and i was trying to talk to chaz he was in there and i started i sat in the sauna too long i started sweating again i'm like shit i gotta go have a cold shower again so i went outside and had another shower i'm like okay i gotta go inside <laughs> i was like it feels like i'm gonna die <laughs> like, yeah. but it was good though over. all right i want to see what i wrote down all right biggest health risks these days you think when it comes to clients causes and solutions Hmm, interesting. Um, biggest health risks, uh, I mean, obviously there's people who are just, you know, just overweight. Yeah. And, you know, then there's a whole cascade of problems that come from that. Like, yeah. So, like, to nail down, we all know, like, the problems that will come from being overweight. Mostly for, it's obesity is number one, yeah, you say, these days. Yeah, for sure. And, like, and looking at my clients, I've had a, I've had a lot of clients I've had for a long time, and they're spend the money on their health and they're very health conscious and a lot of them don't have that problem. Yeah. But I have had people in who are very overweight and everything is a struggle. Like getting up out of a chair, they're all the joints ache. And then all again, all the internal issues, mm-hmm. like there's so many of them. Um, and it's really tough. It's really, I think that people are kind of set into this, this way that's you know so comfortable everything is so comfortable in our lives mm. like you don't have to lift a finger anymore N- no yeah that's what yeah. i mean like in right now in the, today's society you don't even have to go and get your mcdonald's yeah and everything is like, to the front door and like I, i've seen people walk just walking around just walking the street and their arms lift like they have not lifted anything heavier than a piece of paper for 20 years and this yeah. these, these are massive problems um, so trying to uh, get through that is a real problem. You know, it's going to be a brick wall to break down with some people. It, it is tough. It's um, getting through to people, uh, and then even if they do get the like the fitness portion, like they're okay. You know, I'm liking this. This feels good. I'm getting the endorphins. Like, yeah, I can keep coming here. You know, this is not too bad. But I ask people, like, okay, like I see you two hours in a week. What are you doing the rest of the week? You know, even if you're not doing, you know, these are the only two workouts and like you're, you know, say you're extremely obese or whatever, just or just overweight and you're trying to lose some weight. Realizing how difficult it is and you have to have all these other things in place 
before you're like, okay, I'm not going to show up to the gym two times a week and then miracles are going to happen. Mm-hmm. And I ask people like, what's I, it's like my, like my five things, your fitness. And one, okay, what are you fitness? What are you, what are you doing besides this? Are you at least going on walking or are you running or are you hitting the weights? Like you should be doing it. I would say like you should be hitting weights three times a week minimum. Yeah. Absolutely minimum. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and then I'm like, okay, then what's your nutrition? Obviously the next biggest one when it comes to losing weight, like, so what's your nutrition? Like, let me like write a food log. Let me take a look at it. Maybe we can make, I can't make you a nutrition plan just out of my scope of practice, but let's take a look. Maybe like we can help you with these little things, like these just little tweaks and they can make a big difference. Maybe you're dumping, you're making a salad and you're thinking you're doing yourself a favor, but you're dumping 400 calories of oil on it. Yeah. Like, so like, and that I can, if you write that down and I can see it and I'm like, okay, well, Change let's, this. Let's just do this. Yeah. Let's put some, you know, let's put some apple cider vinegar in there or something, right? Yeah. Just to make a little tweak. Uh, and then I, what's your sleep like? What's your stress management like? And what's your hydration? These are all just lifestyle choices that you need to really get a grasp of all of them, really. But you used to have at least a little bit of a rein in on most of them mm-hmm. to see any kind of results. Um, and getting through to people and getting them to to realize that it is hard. Yeah, you didn't put this weight on in you know two months. You sure as hell, yeah, you sure as hell are not going to take it off in two months. It takes a long time. And you see people, you know, Instagram and Facebook and going back before that, you know, fitness magazines and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. These physiques and wow, that's incredible. You know, if I only put the time in, if I only put the time. Do you Sometimes you it doesn't help. But you, you realize how much time it, it <laughs> takes. These, these people yeah. dedicated their lives into an obsessive zone that's probably not healthy in itself. Yeah. But it's trying to give people reali- realistic expectations, um, helping through those other things when you're not standing right beside them, mm-hmm. like, uh, and those other lifestyle things. It is it is tough. And also you're looking at people go into Staples, let's say. They go into whatever kind of store, and there's a whole tray of chocolate bars sitting at the cash register. Yep. Why are those in there? Mm-hmm. They have no business being in a stationary store or whatever store. Like if you go into Seven Eleven, it's your own fault. Yeah. <laughs> or like, yeah. or like you go to McDonald's, you know what you're doing. But some people there are addicted to sugar. Mm-hmm. They go in there and they're doing whatever kind of daily task. Even just go to the grocery store and like, why do you think all these candy bars are at the front? It's not. It's not there by accident. Yeah, they're paid to get there. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> for people to kind of resist that, it's, you know, if you're an alcoholic, and you happen to walk by, and there's this little booze in every store you went to, you're probably going to drink. reach for it. Yeah, so it's, you're kind of set up. People are set up to fail. And I think that's what we're seeing um, in today's society, is that uh, all these kind of forces come together, and, you know, the comfortable lifestyle and all that kind of stuff, and Mm -hmm. it's just so easy to not do anything. Well, that thing I posted about uh, Superman there, that Henry Cavill or whatever, Oh, yeah, like, what was the know, quote? Like, I, I, I like that when I saw it. It was that. like, you know, like, comfort is, that's where dreams yeah. go to die. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm just like, it's true, man. Most people that that I follow, that they're always saying that. Like, you got to constantly challenge yourself. You got to make yourself scared, nervous, do new things. And it's like, I live by that. Yeah, absolutely. And it's, it's as simple as sitting in a freezer. It's fucking brutal. It's, it's hard yeah. as hell. But I do it. Yeah, that's well, I see you taking I do it. subliminal jabs at me right now. I have to get in that creek. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'll get you in that freezer before you go home. Um, <laughs> Start with a head dunk. How's that? <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Like you said, like people live 
a very comfortable lifestyle, but that's not ideal. People just want to get like, yeah, I'm good here. And then they just stop, and then they're done. They're they're fine with doing their nine to five or eight to four. Yeah, the minimal amount of work possible. Yeah, and then just go home and just do the same shit again and again. And I'm like, fuck no, no, that's not what I'm doing. I'm trying to create new things. Always got new ideas, even if some of them fail. Whatever, at least I'm giving it a shot. Yeah, and it's just that normal everyday shit. I'm just not down to do. No, and it shouldn't be normal everyday shit. No, like it's it's ridiculous that it is. Yeah, but. I, I don't know when did when did this happen? When did our when did our society or just our culture in general when do we take this little road off or is it always being this way? I don't know. I bet it's gonna be it's getting worse. I think it's. I have that thought in my head all the time. Like, hey, especially these days, I hope people would take health more seriously. Like, oh, I dude. I really do. I cannot stress that enough. Actually, what what Drew was saying. I don't, I've been in the same boat. It's the busiest year I've had. Like it's been really good year for business with some people. Mm-hmm. And I was just telling just one of my clients today is that um, it's not enough. If that if it was the case that 100 percent of the population realized that we need to take our health seriously, every single gym would be there. Be building gyms like mm-hmm. <laughs> like you wouldn't believe. Instead of adding more McDonald's and Burger yeah, Kings and yeah, all that but type like, of shit, it's not happening. It's been a busy year, and I've seen you know definitely a bump in in uh, people coming in and contacting, and so is my wife. Um, she's a trainer and a holistic nutritionist. I should mention that. A holistic nutritionist. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so awesome. uh, she does both. Got to get her on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so you know, we've both seen like a really good bump in business with people wanting to take that step like man i need to focus on my health but really it's not enough like with this like with the amount of people there is like it should be everyone should be realizing this is what's well, easier do. to live yeah an unhealthy lifestyle well, like you said the temptations are yeah. everywhere you go yeah they're on the tv you're watching it's all you know it's all just easy shit yeah. easy 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 it's and just one of my favorite things to say is though it's not it is not their fault they're in that position, but it's your responsibility to mm-hmm. get out of it. Yeah. And and then and then if you don't want to, I'll wash my hands. Boom. It, it's your life. Do what you want. Yeah. But it's sad. And then they're you know in their 60s, 70s or younger, and coming up with these insane chronic diseases, and then they have to fight for their life, literally mm-hmm. trying to get it back. The best yeah. the best way to not get be overweight is to never be overweight. Yeah. Just live a nice little maintenance. You don't have to go crazy. You don't have to run, you know, marathons or anything like that. Just maintain, do this, and eat, you know, a reasonably healthy diet. Yeah. Have your treats when you want, but make sure they stay treats and not they don't just turn into every your day. diet. Like yeah. If they if you're having it every day, it's just your diet. It's not a treat anymore. Yeah. Right? So if you just to have that minimal amount of effort consistently f- since you were in your teenage years, whatever. Mm-hmm. You'd be fine. Yeah. Instead of doing literally nothing for 30 years and then going, oh shit, I'm in trouble. What I got to do now? And you got to spend all the money that you made, this, that, and the other. You yeah. spend all this money. Prevent. Well, tr- yeah. Prevent. Yeah. 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 Um, it's just trying to get it back. And then you'll never get it back to where it was before either. Yeah. That's one thing I'm very grateful for. It seems like I've never lost mm-hmm. like that drive to yeah. like stop training, stop eating good. Like, it's just, it's constant thing now. 
Yeah, you know, I, and I love it. Just part of your life, and you yeah. you crave it. Like, oh, I crave it. Yeah, I crave it like a drug. Yeah, like well, if I don't at least, you know, I I on what was it, the podcast with Ashley? I think she had to go to the bathroom, so I was like, oh, I'm just here and talk to myself. Yeah, and I said, you know, put a sticky note. Yeah, on no, your mirror yeah, yeah, and i, I was it. like i i have one on my mirror and i said what's your excuse today and there's nothing on it since i put it on the mirror yeah, and i'm awesome. not really the one to skip doing exercise every day but i was like ain't nothing on it yet but i'm like sure it'll come but well, maybe I mean, that's too much pressure a little bit on myself but, but rest days that's one thing i've learned it's important as i've aged i mean i used to go hard i was you know working on a lot of demons and stuff like that and like just going so hard and you know, I didn't have nearly the knowledge that I have now. This is before I was a trainer. I was, I was working in the shipyard, so super manual yeah. like, labor job. And I was playing rugby at the time, too, so that beat your nice body Nice and down. easy on the body. Yeah, <laughs> and, then I was, uh, and then I was working out like a demon, like ridiculous. I'd go in there. This is when I was living in uh, North Burnaby. Uh, it's the first place I lived when I was out of Langley. And then I would go into the gym, and I'd run two miles in the treadmill, I'd actually, I'd start like the first like three minutes as a, as a warm up. That's big air quotes I'm doing <laughs> right now. And I'd be, I don't know, I was doing like, I don't know, maybe eight, uh, like eight miles an hour on the treadmill, which is not anything crazy, but that's not a warm up speed. Yeah. And then I would just pin it <laughs> for two miles. That three, that three minutes included, I'd pin it and I'd be doing like two miles in like 11 minutes and 30 seconds kind of thing. And that was my warm up. And then I go and just start, weights, just just start, start pumping, cr- crushing weights. <laughs> and I'd like, I'd, I remember, like, you know, when you see the TV, like, probably, like, so, like, uh, um, like, Family Matters or, like, what was yeah. it, Full, Full House, and the people, and it was, like, got this big line of V's, and I'm like, that's so fake, that's so stupid, and then when I'd finish those things, I was massive, you got the v, I'm like, oh, the deep V, oh, they were on to some, yeah, <laughs> but, uh, and yeah, and they just go crush weights, but my body just breaks down, yeah, to, like, I, like, you know, a little bit later in my life, I was still, like, just working out like crazy, and, uh, I both my elbows were completely shot, and like to the point where I couldn't even pick up a, a plate. I t- pick it, take a plate out of the cupboard, and I like, get this shooting pain down my forearm. Huh. I'm like, ah. And what was it? Uh, just like uh, like tendonitis, overwork. Yeah, yeah it, that's it. Because I mean, I was you know, at the shipyard, like you were like pulling on ropes, lifting yeah. these massive like twelve by twelve by four feet like blocks. Because we, I was on the docking crew, so you'd build the like the keel blocks to dry dock a boat, and we do it like our our ship pretty solid block. <laughs> oh, dude, they're they're heavy, and uh, you know it's a huge dry dock full. I mean, you're working with this other dude, and you're like lifting like you'd be rolling these blocks along. There's other smaller ones you're just lifting, and then you just grab these blocks and you'd heave ho it up above your head. Like it was yeah. it was super old school place to work at Ally. <laughs> And there's, I mean, there's another dry docks, and the, you know they're using machines and forklifts, and, and all you're stuff. there hustling, just throwing <laughs> yeah, these yeah. blocks around. Yeah, it was, it was not good. And then, you know, do that for eight hours, come home, take a little nap, eat, go to the gym, and just like crush weights, like a maniac, and then eat dinner, go to bed, repeat. Yeah, that's all I did. Like when I was living at, even at my dad's house, it was like I was framing, so I was like literally lifting all day outside, pouch on, yeah. and then I'd get home hit the gym for an hour and a half, come home, go for like a 5K run. Yeah. And then, you know, (laughs) then I'd come home, eat dinner, and I'd be in bed by nine, I'd be out. Yeah. So, but that was like my routine for years, for years, until I went to Mexico for a week with the guys, drink for six nights straight, (laughs) not lift anything, get home, just go right back to lifting. Yeah. Right back into the super pump. Yeah. (laughs) yeah. I've been on that routine before. Yeah. But that's why, that's why I walk 
like Tuesday, Thursdays, I'll go get up and I'll take the dog for a walk. Yeah, nice. It's about three and a half K. I'm not lifting anything. Just go for a nice walk. You know, it's getting darker and darker now, but whatever. But um, yeah, it's nice. So it's a nice little break. I'll do that Saturday, Sundays too. I'll take them in the yeah, morning perfect. and then I'll head into the barn and maybe do like a full body or I'll go in there for like 45 minutes and all I do is stretch. I'll oh. do the hypervolt. Yeah. We have the, the so right. Um, yeah, yeah, I know the one you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, we have like a red one. It's like the rolling one. And then we have the blue one where it's just like the two peaks. Oh, yeah, that's and the one then, I've seen, yeah. Yeah, I'll lay on that. And that thing, you know, it sucks to lay on, but it releases actually quite well. Yeah. So then I'll just do that in the hypervolt and then just, you know, do some rolling and stuff and stretch and try and loosen up the body. Yeah, I haven't done it in a while, but I back when I was working at Innovative, because I don't work there anymore. I heard, I was, heard you guys, it's weird hearing you guys talk about me <laughs> on <laughs> Ashley's thing, but... So I don't work at Innovator anymore, but when I was there, sometimes I just get bands out, and you're doing like rolling for like an hour, hour and a half, mm-hmm. and I would actually feel like I was floating when I was leaving the gym. Oh, you feel lighter. Like, uh, yeah, you feel yeah like it's you're weird. You're like, oh, I feel lighter. so much better. You're floating out of the gym. Like, wow, why did I do this? I anymore? wonder if that's oh, like the fluid buildup yeah, in your know, joints man. or something where it's, it's flowing properly and muscles are relaxed, and you're like, oh, like Adam, he's in um, – osteopathic school yeah, right yeah, now yeah, which is that. fascinating stuff he's going to come on the podcast again once he's done his schooling nice. and we're going to do like a sort of like a whiskey thing too sweet and um he, he did like this correction like where you can manipulate like the bones in your back and stuff like that and he would come over here on like a sunday and he'd work on like five of us and he would oh, do wow. it in the shop because he needs practice yeah. for school yeah. and stuff like that it's win-win yeah and it was really interesting because I was walking down the street later and I was like, man, I feel different. Like I felt taller. I felt like I was sta- like walking more properly. And I was like, I was like, oh yeah, Adam did that adjustment. I was like, holy shit. And it yeah. wasn't like a placebo because I forgot about the session by yeah. the time I went yeah. for a walk. And I was like, man, I feel really good right now. I was like, oh, there might be something to this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so. the osteopaths are crazy. It's, I went and saw one, um, and again, because I've, I've spent so much money and so much time and effort on my back. Yeah. I was... Save my knees. Yeah. I don't want to know the number yeah. I've spent. Major <laughs> major car accident on the highway. We got rear-ended by an F-350. Uh, oh, shit. Got rear-ended. Cause the guy, I, I was I was passenger. guy I was with, cut in front of him, locked his brakes off. It was a road rage thing going back, and I won't get into the whole story. But he cut in front of him, locked his brakes up. We got hit. F-350 with a space cap on and a brush guard. It's like literally oh, you're the, done. the biggest, heaviest vehicle you could possibly imagine <laughs> that's beyond before commercial. Yeah. And um, so we bounce off and we're like, oh man, like I can't believe this just happened. Because these guys have been screwing around. I'm like, dude, you just quit it. Like you're going to get yeah, an accident. Being an idiot. Yeah, I quit it. And then he had, and then he flies by him. Anyways, again, this, he hits us and we sit there like, man, I can't believe it just happened. And then boom, we get hit again. The guy rams us. No shit. So he's ra- oh, he rammed shit. us and he's pushing us down the freeway. This is before all the um, you know the changes that happened around Portman and like 160. But we were on the freeway at 160, is heading east. I was going to rugby practice. Yeah. And uh, so he's pushing us down the freeway, and we're in a, a like a Chevy Cobalt. So it's a tiny little car, like a Civic, right? It's like yeah, it's, it's, it's a not, tiny it's a car. It's a it's an F350. Yeah, it's <laughs> nothing with a brush guard on too. So we're getting pushed down and. Uh, I was like, dude, hit the gas. Like, there was the, we have no control, right? Zero. And then we do the kind of a NASCAR kind of style, 180. So facing the opposite, we do a big slide into the opposite ditch on like what would have been our right-hand side. Yeah. We go into this six-foot ditch, through a chain-link fence, and into a tree. Damn, man. So it was 
three action, three points of impact in one. And then when we hit that ditch, so I was facing the opposite way now, I got flung way to my left. Uh-huh. And they're like, I'm passenger, so there's nothing there to stop me. Like, there's a console. And the, air brake, air brake, uh, the airbag went off, but it missed me because I was flung to the left. So I've had just insane back problems Damn. going for Like, I was off work. I gained, at the time, I was playing rugby. I was killing it. I won, like, an award the year before. Like, I was in the best shape of my life. I was going to that, <laughs> I was going to that gym just crushing these workouts like yeah. crazy. It was the best shape of my life. It was insane. And boom, in this car accident, try to go back to work. Pain just getting worse and worse and worse. And I was off work, and I go be off work for two weeks, like literally just laying on the couch. And I get up and go make some food. And I was by my, living by myself at the time in uh, like Metro Town. And go back to sleep. Or like I go back to the couch, do that for a couple meals, and then I go to bed. And that was my two weeks. And uh, so going forward from that, you know, starting to get better, going back to work, and then just starting really going, well, dude, I got this best chiropractor. You got to go see him. Go there. Try it out for six months. Yeah. Zero improvement. Okay. Dude, you got to go see this person. Try it out. Yeah. Six months. Spending money, 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 money. No improvement. And then, you know, you're just searching. And you're always just searching. And I'm sure you've done so much for yourself. Yeah. And you're searching. Thousands and thousands of dollars. Oh, yeah. I figured like I I probably spent like 40 grand on my back, maybe more. Um, And you're searching for these things that are going to make you feel better. And it's actually finally at a point where it's, really good like it's you know not every day is perfect yeah but um so what is it going on with your back no one knows i had like i had mri done it's just soft tissue you know and i like when i was getting the uh prolo done like they have to like inject a bit i think you say between four and eight times you know before it to start to kind of heal but they got to hit the right ligament first so if it's my entire back like the amount of ligaments that are in there needles like well like (laughs) like you'd have to hit the like the right ones and know exactly which ones and you'd have to hit it multiple times. So like the, the reality of it working, like I think, it, I think from what I've heard from knees is actually could be really, really good. Cause they can hit the right ligament. Yeah, hit it's, it. it's pretty big ligament. Yeah. And they can hit <laughs> it's it. It's like the one, yeah, only one there. And they can hit I it need. multiple times over yeah. and over again. Like I know clients who've had it Yeah, and they're great. But, uh, with the back and having such so a large muscle, yeah, it was from my neck to my tailbone. Right. Yeah. So you need um, a freezer. <laughs> yeah. I, I used, well, you, yeah. You're going to cryo freeze me for the next yeah. 80 years until they figure out a, uh, like a back replacement. Well, they have a cryo in Vancouver, I think you can go do. It's like negative 100. No, I mean, freeze something. me like Austin Powers yeah. into the future Good old and, yeah. <laughs> until they figure out how to solve this. Wake back. up and piss for five minutes. <laughs> yeah. yeah <that's> right. <laughs> that movie's yeah. great. I haven't seen, actually, it was on Netflix. I oh. saw it. I'm like, oh. I watched it. I watched the. <laughs> yeah. Watched one with Beyonce. Uh, was that the third the one? The Spy Who Shagged Me, yeah. I think. Is that what it is? Yeah. yeah. I heard they're coming with a new one, too. I hope so, because I love Mike Myers. Yeah. Just like, I that is so my sense of humor. Yeah, yeah. And, like, I'll still watch, like, Family Guy from time to time. Yeah. And I will die. <laughs> Katie will just look at me, and I'll keep laughing and laughing and laughing. <laughs> and it's just, it's just my sense of humor, man. Like, it's, I don't think it's twisted, but it's, like, sometimes so dry. And I'm like, this uh, is so Which good. one, Family Guy? or Both of them. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Internet, International Man of Mystery, I guess, yeah. was the it's first really, one. It's, like it's really funny. Chest hair and everything. <laughs> yeah. It's just like... It's so ridiculous. And Mike Myers, he's so talented. Yeah. He's, he's so talented, he's like Fat Bastard and stuff. Like, it's just... Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah, so... Uh, yeah, maybe that's what I'm going to have to look into. But, my yeah, my back is feeling a lot better. Like, it's... 
it's night and day from what it used to be. And yeah. that was 12 years ago. It was 2009. Yeah, because I think I remember seeing you where you had you were heavier. Oh, yeah. Like yeah, I, so I remember I, that. I lost like every ounce of muscle I had, and I was in great shape at the time and lost every stitch of muscle. It was like I figured I think it was about 10 months of like doing nothing. And I was drinking way more. You're depressed. Uh, like not like I don't think like, like a clinical depression, but you're just bummed out and depressed yeah. and going from like what you were to what you are now. And I would, if I was working, I would work and get home and I'd just lay there, and that's all I could do. And uh, so I think I gained 20 pounds, and in the actual body fat mass would have been way more because I lost all my muscle. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was a really rough time. It was a really hard time. And then you get your act together and you sh- like have like the hardest thing to do especially when you're out of shape and like in that mindset where i was where you were in really good shape and now you're horrible shape mm-hmm. and you get yourself into the, walk yourself into the gym for the first time hardest thing you'll ever do that first walk through the door yeah and i was on a recumbent bike 20 minutes on a recumbent bike go home lay on the couch next day it's you know 21 minutes like whatever like those kind yeah, of progressions and it's on the recumbent bike then it's on the normal bike and then it was on the elliptical and then it was on the treadmill and i had to teach myself to run again at that point i wasn't a big runner either like i was hadn't would never even thought about doing a marathon or anything like that yeah any of those endurance events i never even crossed my mind at that point and you start running and then you start lifting a bit and like and it just you slowly just claw it back it's like after like a month i think they say isn't it after about four weeks or so then it becomes just a routine and this is what i do yeah the routine but this is i was fighting through like serious pain like mm. this it wasn't just like forming a habit. I think it's a little different i already yeah. had a routine like my routine was already set from you know months and months before being like rugby and working out like great like working out hard and doing all these things but uh having it stripped from you and then you realize how valuable your health is yeah and like i'd actually hurt my ankle uh in the car accident and r- rugby and in the car accident i had brutal ankle. I had surgery on it. Oh shit! Um, so at the same time, I could barely walk. So <laughs> it was it was a tough you time. You a bit of a mess. It was, oh, it was brutal. Yeah. It was brutal. And then you just slowly build back, crawl out of the ditch. Yeah, really. That was exactly what it was. Yeah, and like my knees at one point where I couldn't really walk down a slope. I was like, yeah. man, I was like, no, what right. is fucking yeah, going on here? Down's the worst. But that doesn't bother me anymore. But That's good. yeah, like that that sort of stuff doesn't. And I think I, when I changed the way I ate, I think that helped too. I may have been eating something that was causing maybe a little more inflammation. You get a food sensitivity test when you go to Dr. Drew. Dr. Drew, yeah, maybe. I, I'm going to get one one of these days. I've actually I've had one in the past, but I, I want to get another one. Yeah, because I did carnivore, and I just pretty much eliminated everything. Yeah. <laughs> so. Did you uh, get the scoots like Rogan? No, I was backed up. <laughs> I uh, I got scared at one point. I was like, I'm <laughs> sitting here for 25 minutes and uh, it's nothing's happening. <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> I was just... like, uh, what am I gonna do? <laughs> I was sweating bullets, man. I was like, and you're still sitting there, just like. I was like, okay. I was like, this is gonna hurt. <laughs> <laughs> but I made it through it alive. Yeah, um, yeah I probably will. I, I just I'm curious to see what he says. Because clearly he knows this stuff very yeah, well. Yeah, he's and so smart. Yeah, and I've known him for like forever. I've actually known him for quite a long time, just like yourself. Well, yeah, well, yeah, we never even talked about in the beginning is that with a, when you went to Bradshaw, you came into elementary school. Yeah, I would have known you. Yeah, like I knew Brett before. Like he, yeah. he was a year older than me. Holly was a year older than Brett. 
Well, Keith was in my preschool. Yeah. 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 There was like a picture of us, I think, in preschool, and he has a little, a little, he had a little fro on going, yeah. <laughs> going on. Um, that's one of the things I wanted to ask you. More of a personal question. Yeah, shoot. Um, do you ever use the passing of your brother to like drive forward harder in life and stuff like that? Do you ever yeah, use that to motivate you? Because that's I I do quite a bit with people I've lost, like Andrew and Paul and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Like I almost like use that negative energy almost switch it into a positive and then i use that energy from that almost to like drive me even yeah. more and i was like i wonder if wade does that yeah I, I i do absolutely i'm remember uh you know long long time i was still a kid before keith passed yeah what a lot of people don't know is we actually my parents lost another son when they were younger no sh- oh, fuck, yeah. i didn't even know that. So, yeah most pe- most people don't so they yeah. lost they lost another son uh, named scott um, when he was five, and I remember hearing my dad talk because he used to play ice hockey, mm-hmm. and he would be so fired up. And like people who know my dad, this is they little know this is so true. Like he would go play ice hockey, and he'd be out there to kill people. Like he'd be, <laughs> <laughs> like, it is. I am gonna play so hard at uh, you know, and it's like you know, you're fair game. Like it's it's hit like it's, it's a know, rough sport. Yeah, it's hitting on yeah. hitting on games. He was like wasn't like he never achieved. He always taught me those kind of lessons when I was a kid. Like if we're, we're gonna play clean, we're gonna play hard, we're gonna play clean. But if they want to turn it dirty, oh, I'm fucking let, ready to let's go. Let's go, baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've been waiting. I've been begging for you to do it. Um, <laughs> but uh, and I remembered that. And then after all that stuff happened, I was actually off rugby. Um, for two years before, like or like throughout that, when my brother passed, uh, I was off rugby from a hernia. So yeah. I blew it out in rugby, scoring the most beautiful try you've ever seen in your life. And that's the important thing. Yeah, there. exactly. Fuck the hernia. Yeah, yeah. I scored a <laughs> great. Two, two years. Um, but the problem with the hernia was I kept trying to come back too early, right? The, yeah, like, you of know, course. I was 21. Yeah. There was the physio. I'm back invincible. Then, uh, the, well, it was the, t- the physio and stuff back then. Like, the, there was no YouTube to help you. There was no, yeah. the physios were like, I'm going to put this little heat pad on. You're going to take off Thanks. for 20 minutes. <laughs> like, it has come so far. It's, yeah. It is not. It's quite e- incredible. It's not even the same. It's not yeah. even remotely the same. Anyways, um, but when I, so that happened in August. Um, just last weekend was the yeah, what fourteenth anniversary of it, or mm-hmm. and uh, and then I came back in the December, or like in January for the rugby. Like I was feeling better, and the first game I played, I couldn't feel my head. It was numb. I was so amped and so fired up, and it was probably one of the better games I've ever played. Yeah, and just I'm extremely competitive. I remember hearing you and Ashley talk, and it's like I don't like oh I don't like the competitiveness or like punching people. Yeah, yeah, I do. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm I'm extremely competitive. It's yeah. my it's probably too much, uh, but I've dialed it down as I've gotten older. But I was I was so jacked and so fired up that I literally my head, I couldn't feel my head, and I use that every game going forward where I was just so just working through stuff that you can't really explain. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I mean everyone, all of our friends went through it. You know, losing your brother is. is about as personal as it gets. Yeah. Um, but I, yeah, I was just so probably lashing out and angry. And there's no better sport than rugby to, to do that, really. Yeah, it's just a dark motivation almost. Yeah, well, it was for sure. Yeah. And I mean, that also led into later. I mean, it was really at the same time I was 
getting back into like and just really crushing like really getting working out again and like yeah finding that that was my focus um was lifting and then i'm gonna get back and play rugby and i was what i was 23 at the time and that was you know that was my life yeah and that was just what i did and i loved it it was a really great outlet it's a really great outlet and so after Gemma passed there's like a three-week period between the between those two and we were drinking every single day like it was yeah. extremely unhealthy um don't remember a lot in <laughs> that three weeks yeah it was just very unhealthy but i mean it's somewhat understandable um but yeah extremely unhealthy and then when Gemma passed we were actually is the first night that uh my friends that we actually gone out we actually went down to blarney stone and we, Blarney yeah, Stone. I know, I love Not that place. That I love that place. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? How dare, <laughs> How dare you forget? <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, we're out of Blarney Stone. Like, so first, it's three weeks later, and we've been drinking every every night, but that's okay. We're going to get out of Langley and just go somewhere else. Yeah. And then we had this limo lined up. You know, we were taking a limo in this, then the other, because we used to do that, like, twice a month. Um, And then we get a phone call. Like, fuck. Yeah. So we took myself and... Oh, I think Joe and Liam and I don't know who else was there, but we took a cab all the way back from Vancouver to Langley and we were going to go search. Yeah. And then when we got back, we got a phone call. No, it's no, no search going on anymore. And, you know, that was just devastating. The next day we had the, you know, the candle light vigil there. And you could tell, like, I, I'm sure you were there, but mm -hmm. like you had, you could tell people who had just dealt with my brother and it was going through like you know Groundhog Day, and people who were just experienced uh, like a real close loss for the first time because those people were bawling their eyes out. Yeah. And anyone who was friends with the both of them because I mean they went to they went to preschool together, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was friends yeah. with both yeah. of them. Yeah. So yeah. they everyone else was just stone faced. They, they know because they were just shocked. No, they're, they're, exactly. They're well, that summer we lost Paul on June second. Then it was Gemma. Wow, I didn't know. Then that. it was your brother. No, that was the opposite. Oh, sorry. Those two, but I, yeah. I didn't. I didn't know Paul. Was, I didn't know Paul. Summer of '07. I didn't. I never met him. So, yeah. but I know you know he's very close with all you guys, and obviously it. Uh, yeah. Changes you. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Summer of '07 was the worst year yeah. ever. Yeah. Pretty much. But. Yeah. Yeah, um, that's what I've always. Yeah, because sometimes I'll, I'll, I'll like think of them because like you know Paul's tattooed on my ribs and then you know. Uh, Andrew's up on like sort of my traps and stuff, and like I'll look at it and it'll just be it'll it'll like give me goosebumps almost in a way, yeah. and I'll just I'll, all of a sudden I'll get that extra gear. Yeah, I like got one on my chest and one on my back. My yeah. full, my full back's done. Yeah, uh, so it's just like just all of a sudden you feel it's like that anger side comes back, but it's not like you're angry about the situation anymore. Like you've you know hopefully yeah. you've moved on or you know you're not obviously you think about it every day sometimes. But you take that dark motivation, like I said before, yeah. and, and use it. You yeah, know? I do. So it took us, you know, I'm not going to get too personal, but it took us uh, five years to go spread the ashes. Mm -hmm. And we did that up in Penticton. That's like the holiest ground for me, for my family, my dad, my brother. It's, that is holy ground for us. Especially Scott Hall Park. I don't know how well you know Penticton at all. Yeah, not too well. So Skaha Park, and we went there every year when we were kids. It's like my best memories. Like I love that place. Yeah. And you know, my dad wants his there, my brother wants there. I'm gonna be there. Like, so we went up there to spread the ashes, and you know, you do it, and it's this point of 
closure and is part of the process and moving on. And mm -hmm. I sat there, you know, and you're like afterwards and you're on a, you know, I was on a bench and it's at night too. Like, and, um, you're just like, I just swore to myself, I will always work hard. I will always put in the extra effort. Mm -hmm. I will never be, even I've always said, like, I'll never just like throw a piece of like garbage at the garbage can and misses and then just walk away. Yeah. No, get your ass up back over there and you're going to pick it up and do it right. Yeah. And you're just going to do it right every time with every aspect of your life. And the, the amazing things that came out of that, you know, I owe everything I have in my life now to that attitude. Yeah. And it all came from that decision while I was sitting there on a bench by myself mm -hmm. crying. Yeah. And r realizing, you know, that's how you have to live your life to make him proud. Right? For sure. And, uh, yeah, so this is it's why I left my union job and took a huge chance, taking a huge pay cut and going and working as personal training. But I met my wife there. And then from there, we left We left Innovative. We started our own business. And I left and I had another huge gamble. Yeah. And it's all from that portion of my life. Yeah. And it takes a huge gamble. I had one client in a week, one, when I left. You're stressing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, like, you know, I'd, you know, I'd saved up money and I had this and that. But, like, I had to build my business from literally nothing. And now I'm at the point where both fully booked, looking, we've tried, we're, we're in the middle of trying to hire another coach. We're, like, combining our businesses together, like, merging them together and, like, creating another whole new business and all that kind of stuff. So we're right in the middle of doing it all right now. But we're, we've made this incredible thing together. Yeah. And But none of this would have happened for me. It's weird how that works, eh? Because yeah. there's like, I think I've said it before, and I always feel sort of strange saying it, but, you know, it was a fundraiser for Andrew on New Year's, and Katie was my New Year's kiss, and then that's how it started. Yeah. And yeah, now, crazy. because of that, I have three beautiful kids, and I have a house, and I'm married, and I'm happy, and it's like, weird. Well, yeah, it's you, like, I mean, you like take it all back. Opportunities. Yeah. You even take it all back in a, in a heartbeat. And you know, change the past if you could, mm -hmm. but you can't for starters. But you know, like, I mean, it's something like that. You're like, well, would we have met some other way? Maybe in yeah. another multiverse. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we want to go yeah, deep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, like, I'll come on again. We'll I'll make you some Negronis, and we'll get into all that stuff. Yeah, I'm down. Yeah, I've I've been itching to sort of itching to get back into uh, psychedelics actually lately. I've been nervous to try stuff. Yeah, not but not for me. <laughs> yeah, no, I I, I want to like do like microdose some from some mushrooms. Nothing too crazy, you know. Yeah, I don't need to be throwing five grams in my mouth no, like I used to. Probably not a good idea. <laughs> no, I don't need to freak out. But I mean, people do it all the time. They like, they'll like do it and go to work. Kind of thing. Oh yeah, like, it's, yeah. It's really. I mean, it's an odd time. <laughs> like cause if you look back at whatever like our parents' generation, where you know if you were caught with probably like a little lid of like weed or something like that, you're like in serious trouble yeah but they were smoking like shake oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, like yeah. parents trying to smoke the weed now they're like they're freaking out for a day yeah yeah <laughs> um crazy. so that i guess that's a really cool setup though between you and your wife then because her being a holistic nutrition mm -hmm. it's like and obviously she's a personal trainer too yeah, yeah so it's like you guys have so many different avenues you can send someone down as yeah, totally. for a client like that's such a cool setup well and like you know running is a really popular sport so she gets the client, and she has somebody who, you know, oh, I want to get into running. Wait, my, my husband can either – I can make programs because I'm a marathon coach, or I can teach them how to run properly 
or they can improve their form and stuff like that. Or, you know, I do a ton of strength and conditioning work and, you know, she's fantastic. She's so high energy and people are just mm-hmm. like drawn to her. Um, and then I got clients who need nutrition help. Well, like you talk to Mary, like, yeah. So it is a, a pretty cool one, two combo. And that's, uh, you know, where we want to, we want to, you know, obviously cause we're two separate businesses at this point. Yeah. And have been since it's been three years that we've been building this, and we're finally three years of struggling to get you know get this point where we're getting like referrals and you know people coming. And we're like we're actually like like I'm fully booked. I can't take you on, but I actually had a light bulb. I'm like, why don't we just hire another coach to work for us? Makes sense. And then and I'm we're like, why do we never think about this? This is about whether it's like you know four or five months ago. Like, why don't we just do this? I'm like, yeah. And it's now we've been you know there's a lot of work that goes into that for sure. Um, yeah, so that's the route we're going down right now. And then on top of that, so I mentioned that I'm actually uh, finished my school uh, schooling to get into the fire department. Oh, no shit. So that's what I've been doing the last two years of uh, working at that. was at GMC, doing courses. A lot of work. It's an insane amount of work. Yeah, I heard. It's a lot <laughs> of work. A lot of guys just be like, fuck this halfway through. Like, yeah. I, I didn't realize it would be this much. And, I mean – you know, the, like the schooling in itself is like, and people go down to Texas, and that's like two weeks, like intense, like boot camp kind of style thing. Yeah. You know, I've heard a lot of things about it, and like, you know, like the, the certification still the certification doesn't matter, but like, you know, GIBC you just got way more time. Yeah. And you know, it's hard, but like, you know, there's I took three other university courses. Uh, you know, I've done my high angle rope rescue, I did my swift water rescue, I've done my first responders. I can do my EMR licensing exam tomorrow <laughs> you're gonna have like 30 certifications <laughs> uh, by the time you're done well, my wife always makes fun of me she's like you are always and sort of my other coaches i used to work with like you're always in a course and i love it it's a good thing i love it like yeah. i'll as soon as like and i'll still keep taking personal knowledge is power yeah exactly yeah. i'll keep taking personal training courses or like you know fitness courses it's like the oxygen advantage uh or maybe like the art of breath like something with breathing yeah. I know you're like you're taping your mouth. I do the same thing, dude. Yeah, <laughs> I you know what I haven't done it for a while, but I sort of feel like I need to start doing it again. I well, I did it for a while too, but like you, I think the whole point of it was from the oxygen advantage is like to do it and just reset your system, and then you start breathing through your nose just naturally. But then maybe like you know, I'm actually on a part where I'm going back to it again for like because I wake up my mouth, my mouth is just pasty as shit. I'm like. I got to go back to the old scotch tape because yeah. <laughs> I tried different ways. I tried going like vertical, but then yeah, I, you know, a, I fit because then you problems and then you're breathing out the side <laughs> of your mouth and stuff. Yeah. And yeah. so it's like, what? I found I was using, um, I got like, like CrossFit white. tape before, like, but then scotch they tape. Like, what do they mean? Like kines tape? Yeah, I was doing, I was cutting it into slivers <laughs> and then doing it vertically. And well, I was like, you can stretch it out too. So you really yeah. Save some so tape I, money. now it's just literally scotch tape right across the lips. And I was like, fuck, I gotta start doing so this. I got like again. a, I probably got an inch and a half white masking tape, mm-hmm. but it's super old. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I think it's gotta be toxic. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so I'm probably not doing myself any favors. I pulled off my, probably asbestos in the tape <laughs> or some shit. <laughs> Slice it out, you know, breathe it in. Yeah, I know. So granules. many people beaked me. Like even my dad was like, "What are you doing?" I was like, "You don't get it." Yeah, just, <laughs> I was like, yeah. I was like, here, I was like, listen to this book called Breathe, and yeah, you will yeah. understand why I'm trying this. Yeah, do you know who wrote that one? Uh, James Nestor. Oh yeah, yeah. I've, yeah. I've, I've uh, I think I listened to a, a podcast of his. He was on, on Rogan a while ago. Now, oh, no way, I didn't know. I, I yeah. Was, I think he was on one I listened to called The Fight Science, which I quite liked. Yeah, and uh, I listened to his Audible book. 
I was like, man, like it makes sense. Like, why yeah. do we become mouth breathers? Like, yeah. when you're born, you breathe through your nose. Yeah. And why do we switch to mouth? The whole jaws taking different shape and yeah, everything. Yeah, we eat soft food. Like, again, you're getting weak. Yeah. Just like bringing food to your house, and you don't yeah. have to leave. You know. Yeah. So I read. It's actually when COVID first hit, I was uh, I was reading Oxygen Advantage. It's the same thing as Patrick McEwen. Oh, I've heard of that name too. Yeah, same same type thing. I think he yeah. was on. Oh, who was he on? Oh, he was just doing a podcast, some sort. Mm -hmm. Anyways, but uh, yeah, he's a really smart dude, and this is all it's a lot of it's the same. It's so thing. fascinating. It is like the yeah. human body and the history of how it developed and and everything. It's just it's one of the most fascinating. Th I wish, I wish I was this interested and in learning about earth and space and how the human body works when i was like 50 oh, same here. Same and it's here. like oh man like I care would i be in a different spot in life maybe yeah, you possibly. know like but i mean look through that magic lens and be able to see where you yeah you know in another multiverse yeah back to the multiverse <laughs> back to back multiverse but I, I you know that was the same thing i didn't really i wasn't a big school guy like the I, last I, couple of years where i've really I think since I hit 30 or like maybe shortly before I've always read, like I've always read before I get too tired. Like my eyes will just be oh, closing so, after oh, a couple sure. pages and I'm like where I can listen to a podcast all day. And if it was really good, I'll literally just go repeat and listen to it yeah, again. Yeah. And that's, that's what I do. Cause I, I see, it feels like even though sometimes like I think I get overwhelmed from how many podcasts I listen to, like none of the information actually sort of stays in my brain because I listen to so, so much, much of it. So when people ask me like, Oh, why is that? I'm like, just listen to this because like it's too complicated for me and I don't understand how to explain it. Yeah, I mean, it's easier to say, "Hey, listen to a podcast." You know, sixteen hundred and fifty-eight. <laughs> it's like yeah, here, here you go. I mean, same as reading a book and like trying to do a book report on it, like from memory, like instantly. Like, no, I can't do that. Like, yeah, I don't it's know, tough. Yeah, like you have a photographic memory to do that kind of thing. There's a lot of stuff rolling around in my brain every day, and <laughs> yeah. some days I'm like, "Shut up, yeah. just stop." <laughs> just I have to tell myself to shut up. I get concentrated on one subject and be like, "That's just stop." You're yeah. You're mentally draining yourself. Just stop what you're doing. Yeah, not necessary. No, no. Um, what else was there? Um, oh, we we're going down a path there. I can't remember what we we're talking about. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, just um, it's because of podcasts that I've become who I am. I think I've sort of found my lane, yeah. I think, now. And then the lane is like learning, learning. Just, yeah. just. Yeah, that's what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. Like it was when I was, I mean, I've always read, like back in the day, I was, I was always like running like, uh, muscle and fitness or men's health. Yeah. I just, like a stack of them, like. And they're all the same every month. <laughs> I, yeah, I know. Gain muscle, lose fat. <laughs> yeah. Gain an inch on your arms. <laughs> yeah. Shred it six it, pack. Yeah. Get a, gain an inch in uh, 15 days. I tried. There was a workout <laughs> I did in a magazine when I used to train at Reflex. It's my favorite gym by far back in the day. And it was like gaining an inch in your arm in 24 hours. And I was like, this is a crazy arm exercise. You're, I was at the gym for like six hours. <laughs> yeah. And I trained arms like crazy. I brought, I had to bring certain foods to eat. I remember sitting there because uh, Sherman used to work at the front counter. And I was talking to her all the time. And I was just sitting there. And she's like, what are you? Like, you've been here for like three hours. I'm like, yeah, I'm, you know, inch on the arms. <laughs> just like Wait, all what? arms. You want to gain an inch on I'm your surprised arms? I didn't rip something, yeah. like to be honest, because like, you were doing crazy exercises. You should have just uh, taped your Hoka shoe to your arm. That would yeah, have just like, yeah, look like how soft it is. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know if I ever gained <laughs> an inch. An inch is a lot. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's like impossible, yeah, first off. So if someone uh, older than me should have been like, 
stop. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to hurt yourself. They're probably laughing too hard. Yeah. Well, it's not like a Sunday, so there wasn't a lot of people there. Perfect. It's perfect time to, to you know, explore that avenue of the one-inch bicep workout. Yeah. Reflex was the only gym that had dumbbells that went up to like 200 pounds, too, or 190 pounds or something like that. So I did it when I got back into it. That was I was in Golds in Burnaby because I was living on Metrotown. Yeah, and that was quite the, quite the gym to be in. Yeah, it's just the meatheads there, <laughs> out of control. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't even go to a gym anymore. I just work out in my barn next door. Yeah, yeah, that must be. You know, if you like, a lot of people just can't, you know, muster the motivation to work out at home. But if you got a good setup and you can do it, then. Oh, Chaz has set that gym up yeah, so good, awesome. yeah. and we're looking into getting to. Um, uh, what are we getting? Uh, reverse hyper. Oh, nice! I yeah. use that all the time. Yeah, does it help your back a lot? Yep. Yeah, I've heard a lot of positive things about it. Yeah, definitely. They're not the cheapest things to buy, but you can find used ones for about under 500 bucks. Or actually, they're pretty easy to build. I could probably build one in a couple hours. Yeah, just a... It's like, just like a platform yeah. that had like pegs in the front. And it's weird. Like you just sort of Swinging. swing your legs. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty straightforward. Well, I remember the first time I saw one and I was like, whoa, dude. Because they're not, they're very rare to see. I've, I don't think I've ever seen one at a gym. Oh, we're, like we have one in our gym right now in level 10. When that's the gym I train out of right now, for the most part. Yeah, uh, and they had one there, which I've never seen this at any other gym before. Hey, small gym has this. Yeah, it, well, yeah, and it is. I mean, it is a athletic focused gym for sure. Like the amount of like hockey players there and the hockey development they do in the gym yeah. is crazy. Um, and it's a pretty big gym. It's actually really nice, but it's not like a Golds or what's the one we have in North Van? The other one's Genesis, and that's like a full on bodybuilding Equinox. gym. Equinox. Was I don't there is the Equinox downtown. I heard it's ridiculous to go to. Yeah, I've never been there. I don't think I'd ever go <laughs> Tens there. Tens everywhere. Yeah, I, I just don't like. It. I think it's just. It's I'm like, this isn't helping me. Yeah. It's distracting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Get those one inch uh, bicep yeah. workouts going. Been here for seven hours, babe. What's up? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I look normally. It's yeah. not a big deal. Yeah, I've always wanted to try that machine because I know Rogan talks about it a lot. And he's like, man, it's a lifesaver for back. Yeah, and I was totally. Like, yeah. Totally. Like, you could do one thing, like, you know, if you're doing, like, the bilateral is a little too much, or you could do it unilateral, so you do one leg at a time. And it's a little more helpful if, like, so you're not getting that kind of big kind of, like, flexion on your sacrum and stuff like that in your low back. Yeah. So that might be one place you start out with. It's just, you know, a single leg one, then you can progress to double leg. So. Yeah, because we have, um, what's that other machine? Well, I guess not really a machine, just uh, the leg raise one, but you're upside down. What's that called? The inversion table? Inversion table where your ankles hang in and then you just lay. Oh yeah, so down. yeah, so yeah, yeah, so yes, like a, yeah, inversion table. I'm yeah. like, what? like, are you calling something else? Like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But it like it, it bothered my knees. It felt like my oh, knees are getting really? pulled yeah, apart because yeah. I think everything's really loose. So if I'm hanging upside yeah, down, I'm like this from your knees, fucking yeah. hurts. So <laughs> yeah. I was like, but I was like, oh, this will help my back because I remember I, I tweaked. <laughs> I don't know if I had, I don't know if I pinched my sciatica, but it was something really close to it. Like, it, yeah, yeah. something very similar. I was like, oh, I need to do this. And then I couldn't. I was like, this kills my freaking knees. I was like, damn. Because that's a really good thing to do, too. Especially yeah. for back, too. Just like sort of opening everything back up. Yeah. So, what I was doing um, besides that is dead hangs. Yeah. Just, just do, just hang there from a bar. Yeah. Uh, and it's, you know, fantastic. It works your grip as well. And like, you can just feel your back decompress and when you do it i also do the same thing from like a dip bars mm -hmm. so you just put yourself in a dip bar and just let yourself sink into your shoulders and like your just back just starts that one's actually almost too intense for me sometimes like i like start to like seize up for a second I'm like whoa oh really yeah it's, it's okay to 
do that to your shoulders. Well, yeah, now? you just sit there like and you're just decompressing. It's, it's not a big deal. Yeah, I think I need the new dead hangs more because mm-hmm. it seems like that's people's most problems is like low back is well, what like the problem is. But a lot of times it can be like your hamstrings and your quads are tight and your hips are out a little bit that can cause a lot of low back pain. I guess. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, our like modern lifestyle of I mean, you're obviously in a job where you're walking around all day, which mm-hmm. is getting to be more rare obviously so that most, yeah. most people sit down in the desk then they sit in their car for the commute and then they got to take a load off so they sit down at home for some reason because <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you've been sitting all day people get up in the morning and then they go sit on the couch it's like oh i know it's like you've you, been sleeping for yeah, like six to eight hours sit, like, you're sitting almost all day so yeah um and everyone like they're calling sitting the new smoking and that kind of jazz but then for that person to go out and try and go do a run let's say or go work out and get like you know, say so get like full extension. So tight. Yeah, get like a full extension of your hip. Like, good luck. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. So you have to those people like I have, I've trained like uh, you know, like high powered lawyers, especially when I was working in West Van and in uh, innovative, these guys are lawyers who are working six days a week, you know, 10, 12 hours a day, sitting at a desk. Or, you know, CEO of a company, it's the exact same thing. Like wrist problems, rolled shoulders, oh, yeah. Yeah, they're arched. Just, yeah, like they're just they're turning into I always call it like a gargoyle. Like <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like your gargoyle, yeah. your gargoyle posture is coming in hot. So like we need to fix this. Um, so a lot of your workout and most people are like oh we're gonna work on posture today they don't get excited you know that doesn't that doesn't get them up to the gym, but yeah. like you just you do it kind of stealth. Sometimes you got to sneak in stuff that they need that's still like you know interesting enough to do. But uh, they just, so they don't know they're doing it. A weak core too, I oh, imagine, yeah. is a huge one. Yeah, like or like I know, I know uh, uh, Drew talked about like you know you're having your upper cross syndrome, lower cross mm-hmm. syndrome, all that kind of stuff, and it's that's what happens when you sit there and like you're you know what they call like nerd neck when you're you know you're three inches protruding forward. forward yeah, yeah, like it's a horrible problem, and then that's not even including the problems we're going to see with cell phones because that is just a new phenomenon having smartphones when they come out 2011. Yeah, 20, I had my first iPhone, I think, 2000 and, I thought it was like 2010. Yeah, some, yeah it's, some 2009. It's something, yeah, something right like that. that. And like, and it's getting worse and worse. It's like you drive it's by. more and more addicted. Say like a bus stop or something like that. Oh, nobody's and, talking to each well, other. Well, yeah, that's <laughs> a whole other issue with like the <laughs> yeah. social problems. But like people are literally curled up in a ball and holding it like Gollum in the ring. Like yeah. That's actually a great... <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's actually... I was like, that's, precious? That's, that's, they literally are <laughs> in a ball. And like this, I'm like, dude, this is... Going, like, you need to sit You know, I said, I said this to actually the chiropractor Mark at Rebound Sport and Spine in Port Kells. Shout out. Um, <laughs> he's like, well, he's like, you know, like what about like people back in the day reading newspapers? And I wish I thought of this after I left. I was like... Yeah, but 12-year-olds didn't read fucking newspapers and they're walking down the street. Yeah. I was like... Or you weren't reading a newspaper while walking... If that's an adult, walking down the street, reading a newspaper and like running into cars. And who reads a newspaper? Or, for t- <laughs> or, or reading a newspaper for eight hours in a day, which people are spending that on their phone, right? That's, and then... Yeah. Or then they go on the computer and that's their little break from their phone. They go on the computer, which is the exact same thing. Yeah, it's weird because like once in a while, I'll like spoil the girls and I'll be like, okay, like dad's got a podcast tonight. Here's a tablet and the iPad. You can watch it in your bedroom. I'll put it on night mode so you know it's not mm-hmm. enough blue light. They have no problem sleeping anyways, but um, I just do it anyways. But um, I don't mind once in a while if they do that, you know. But that's you know it gives also the parents a break. But I don't want them to think that it's okay to stare at a phone. 
And I even told my oldest, Eileen, I'm like, if you see dad on his phone, I was like, tell him to get off. Like, I just tell her now. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm like, that's bad too, though. It's like, I try and put the phone, but then you have group chats. You know, it's like yeah. I've had a group chat for on WhatsApp for five years coming up in September. Oh, nice. You know, it's like it's been quite a stretch. And then I have one with like Cody and Lenny and Pat and Messenger and those guys. You know, that's been going on for uh, like a year and a half, like two years almost, it feels like. Nice. So your phone's like ding, 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 I ding all the time. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, man, like I really need to set a new rule. Like I get home, anything past six o'clock, don't touch it. Just leave yeah. it. Just leave it alone. Well, that's what I do at eight. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. It's it's crazy where where we're going and all this kind of stuff and the, the addictions to the cell phones and how are we gonna break out of this? How are we gonna how are we gonna change direction and asteroid. Yeah, yeah, that's that. Well, that'll be a serious <laughs> solar flare. Yeah, and the dinosaurs end up inheriting the Earth again. Yeah, again. <laughs> yeah, coming back. Or maybe the aliens. There's a lot yeah, of alien yeah. stuff coming out these yeah. days. I've been watching a lot of documentaries. I know. I heard that. I heard that. Yeah, there's a new one I just started on Crave called UFO, and it's it's directed by uh, uh, what's that? JJ 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 Abrams. Adams Abr- Abrams. Abrams. Yeah, he he's the director of it. Oh, so it's actually done really well. Yeah, yeah. And, like, some of the pictures they have and the video footage of these things, I'm like, what in the fuck is that? Is it supposed to be real or? Yeah, it's it all, like, actual, it's, like, an actual true document okay, documentary. Yeah. It's, I don't know, I'm on, like, the third episode, but it's kind of crazy. And I'm like, just be real. I'm like, I believe. I'm like, just just come to the planet and be like, stop doing this and stop doing this. You guys well, are going to kill each with other. With the new footage they've released from the, uh, you know, pentagon or whatever like they're releasing this footage and then you have oh, to yeah. question like why what is it what is this like that's what they talk it, about in this documentary is like yeah. is it all on purpose yeah, yeah they're yeah. trying to misdirect you and all this yeah. stuff but like when you hear it from like commander fravor like that tic tac video is like sort of the one you're talking about no i, I don't even know I've yeah seen that. maybe I have. yeah there's it's just like you know it goes from like sixty thousand feet yeah, to a foot cra- yeah it's crazy within like half a second like it just disappears they're like explain that well not to like, mention in my opinion that what they say there's more there's more galaxies in the universe than there are grains of sand on the earth more stars yeah is, is it stars but i think it's stars stars or galaxies yeah, yeah it's stupid Even there's like hundreds of billions of galaxies and within those are hundreds of billions of, of stars. stars and it has who knows how many planets yeah like, to think that we're the only that we're ones the only, it is, is crazy it is literally impossible yeah it's impossible and then yeah. to say the life as we know it but we don't know shit yeah like, there's 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 creatures on this earth that live in the bottom of the ocean and these volcanic stuff going everywhere and they're, yeah. just, they're, they're just sucked to the and, side and of them. And they're just chilling. Yeah. And that's like how, shrimp. Yeah. And, like yeah. These and they're crabs just chilling there living life. Dude, like I love watching documentaries like that, like you know, like five miles below and like these fish, you're like, What is that? It's yeah, crazy. Like <laughs> how does evolution <laughs> make that? Yeah, like what's, well, what's their purpose? Well, yeah, I was <laughs> gonna say exactly what is the purpose of that fish? And all this stupid shit coming off its head, like <laughs> Oh yeah, like the one in finding Nemo, that <laughs> thing in the front, and I'm like, that ain't real. And it's like, no, that actually exists. You're like, what? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I love stuff like that. Yeah, it's the yeah. learning thing again. Yeah, it is. Like it's I love watching like really creepy documentaries. And then I love learning about Earth and space. It just blows my mind. Like yeah, David Attenborough. Yeah, like it's um, it was what a meteor shower was well, it last night or the night before? Well, are we pointing, see, I, no, I, I don't know if it, I might have been a week. 
I saw that. I, mean, I didn't know if it was a, a week thing or just a night. The one. It night. was for like two or three days or something like that. It was supposed to be yeah. like a hundred meteors every hour. So smoky, we couldn't see it anyway. Yeah, but I when I took Leo for a walk yesterday morning, it was still dark, and I was on like in Camel Valley in the big field, like right across two hundredth on twentieth. There's like another entrance that goes in. It's like oh, a newer section yeah, yeah, in the last couple of years, one, yeah. or last probably five, six, seven years. Um, and I was looking up because I was like, oh, I wonder if I could see any. And I saw one right cool. across the sky at like five in the morning. That's dope. I was like, oh, that's so cool. Like that meteor coming down is literally the remnants of the creation of the solar system. Yeah, it's pretty I'm nice. like, that thing is like billions of years old and just burned up in the atmosphere. Yeah, it was the one. There was one docu-series on Netflix called like Space, a Time, a Time Odyssey or something like that. Yeah. I can't remember exactly what it was called, but it was pretty trippy. Like. You're talking about time and space. It's just—it's so con. Like it's, it's mind-boggling. You're like space is time. Yeah. Time is space. You're it's like what? What? It's mind-boggling. Like that cosmos when when Neil deGrasse Tyson yeah, redid it, it. Yeah. Is so good. Like it instantly gets you hooked right away watching it. And I was like, I, l- I absolutely love this stuff. Want to play? Sure. Yeah. Move on to beer. All right. See if you can hear this across the table. Oh yeah. I know. I need to fix that. I need to figure stuff out. We get a little s- sliding like lane. Yeah, I'd like to get someone on from a brewery. <laughs> learn <laughs> more come about on my podcast beer. and then fix my table. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> dust pale ale. It's pretty good. Parkside. Oh, I just spilled on myself. Actually, that's pretty tasty. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's good. I usually go for the. I like the Stanley Park amber ales. Oh, that reminds me. I was listening to your podcast with Ashley. You guys were f- trying to figure out where the Malcolm Bowl was. It's the Stanley Park. Is it Stanley Park? It's Stanley Park. Yeah. yeah. Yes, it is. Yeah. That's r- yeah. Yeah. Anyways, I usually go over the Stanley Park Amber Ales, which I find are delicious. Yeah, I like IPAs. If I do drink beer, more of a scotch now, cocktail guy. Yeah, I mean, transformed into the, the heart. <laughs> yeah. Um, what's it have? What else do I got written down for you? Oh, Okay. What is one of the most challenging things that you've had to learn during the process of becoming like personal trainer, motivator in a way? Like trying to learn how the biomechanics of the body works and there's so many different ways how things are like connected. Like Adam was saying he's learning about the whole fascist system right now. He's like, oh, it is crazy. Yeah. He's I, like, it's the most fascinating yeah. thing I have ever. like a basic understanding. It's, I mean, they're still trying to figure out so much about like fascia is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Um, I would think that the most challenging thing t- that I've had to deal with would be sometimes, as I was mentioning about Matthew Walker, is not being too dogmatic and making sure that you can change. Be open-minded. We, you know, just change. Like, I got this client in. I'm not – because I've seen coaches that come in, and they have their style, and every single client that comes in does their style. Mm-hmm. No, no matter who they are, what their issue are, where they are in life – you know, if they're a 55-year-old stay-at-home mom or a lawyer or some 15-year-old soccer player. Everybody's doing, different. They're, but they're, but then some people do the same shit. They're like, oh, this is my style of training, and they all do it. You have to get out of your own ego, really, mm-hmm. and let that step aside and realize it's not about you or whatever your deal is. It's about what the client needs, yeah. and you need to be able to change and shift and that's actually one reason why i love having this multitude of courses and continuing to learn and read and podcast and all this kind of stuff and open your mind and oh this would work so good with so and so like and like this and the other 
And on top of that would be just your communication skills. Because if you can't communicate what you want them to do, um, they're not going to be able to do it. Yeah, because they're looking at you. They're like, okay, what am I supposed to do? You're like, um. When you can tell, we're going to do 10 push-ups. But that's, I mean, anybody, like a dog could do that if you taught it long enough. Yeah. But like to be able to communicate with somebody and. Because um, motivation has got to be a huge factor too. Well, it is. They, like, need, they need to come in t- and, you know, be motivated and, you know, aspire to, you know, be something. And you have to be able to kind of be all of that. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. Communication's being it's being crazy learning. And I think actually through COVID, we actually had a side shift into getting, OK, gyms are closed. All right. We're going to train people at the park. And we just started yeah. rolling with punches. OK, we can't even really go to the park and some people didn't want to do it. All right. We're going to start doing Zoom sessions, which a lot of people started doing. So we're doing sessions on Zoom. And if communicating in person was difficult. Try doing it through a computer. And like demo, demoing or like talking somebody through, because you can't even really demo it. Cause like you're in this tiny little room or whatever in your house yeah. and you can't even demo something. It's like, okay, and then talking somebody through it. Like my communication skills have developed even more. Through yeah, I was going to say, this. it probably got better oh, in the last year and a bit. Way more, way more. Um, so that's been a little, uh, you know, a side bonus to what's happened, but. You know, and it's not it's not even because you can go and read about the body and you can, you know, you know, do those things. And, it's you know, it's extremely complicated. Um, but it's those little side things that are being really challenging. And like, again, like and trying to get th- or even just trying to get through and really dig into somebody's motivation. So they want to lose it. OK, why? Why you want to do that? And it's tr- really trying to like. It might take sessions. It might take so multiple sessions. You really try, and, and they'll just let it go out of some kind of thin air, because you're tra- you're talking to them with having the, you know good rapport, and you're building. You built that over you know two three months, mm-hmm. and they feel so comfortable with you now. And they say one thing, you're like, "That's it." They finally open up. That's why you want to do this. And now I can start developing all this maybe for that, and you can just kind of okay. Now we're gonna go into this kind of thing. Maybe you're. Where maybe it's a, a young guy and he's never had a girlfriend or something like that because that's happened. Like they, yeah. they, they never are being good with girls, so they want to just look good and that's it. Well, I'm gonna put you on. I'm not gonna put you in a bro split, but we're gonna focus on those things that just make you more confident as a young man. Yeah. Or maybe it's some person they find. Like, oh no, I've been having this achy pain, like you know, you know, in my hip or something like that. Well, I mean, at first I'm gonna prefer you to go see a physio too, but we're gonna work on. Oh, okay. Well, you can't walk down the stairs, but maybe they didn't tell you that in the beginning. Mm-hmm. They're just like, oh yeah, I just want to, you know, lose weight or something. Because I guess when someone like, f- you know, first contacts you and you sit down with them and you like figure out why they're here, what are your issues, what are you trying to do, they're going to be like quite shy because this For could sure. be like a massive step in their life, and they're Absolutely. like, holy, like I can't believe I'm finally even at this first step of sitting down with this personal trainer who I just met, and he's asking me to sort of Person- tell him everything, per- personal, personal stuff. Yeah. And they're probably most of the time very insecure, like yeah. a lot of people are. Yeah, they're reserved, right? Yeah, and they're just very hush-hush. And all of a sudden, yeah, like you said, two, three months into it, they might be like, okay, this is what's really going on. You're like, thank you, it's, please it's usually doesn't tell me. It usually doesn't even happen that way. They, it's just usually through a, uh, we're having a good conversation because we built this rapport. And, like, you're kind of buddies at that point. Like, you're, you know, it's a working relationship. Yeah. But, like, I enjoy seeing my clients come in. I love my job. I love seeing them come in and we chat. And, like, you know, we're having a good time. And, I want it to be having laughs when you're working out. We're usually like having a really good time, and then you know they're working hard. Yeah. But uh, and then it's within that 
that they let something like, oh, like, and it might be just being pat. It's usually just in a kind of a, uh, like a casual comment that they say something, and I'll be like, and I don't even say anything. I'm like, that's it. That's it. That's that's the thing. And then I can start to either s- slowly change the program in general, or start to talk to them in a different way, and then kind of approach it on kind of like I say a flanking type thing where like, okay, and then we'll go into this, and then they'll, and then they might start speaking about you know this thing that's been bothering them or their true motivations to get into the gym kind of thing, right? Or that's such a cool f- feeling. I think personal training is such a cool job because it's such a reward system almost. Like you're changing someone's life that may have been on the edge of being like, fuck this, like I can't handle this. And all of a sudden they find a reason to start exercising and it might not always be the best reason. Like, okay, like the doctor says, you got to start exercising. Like you're going down a, you know, a short road. Yeah, as long as you start. As long as you start, you yeah. know, one foot in front of the other. Yeah. It doesn't have to be anything extreme. Like sort of what we talked about before, like as simple as, going for a walk or it's like you know what i'm gonna quit eating fast food start there and then there's so many like i think i've said it before in past podcasts where it's like there's so many different levels you can get so extreme and then you can just go for a simple walk you know i've seen well and sometimes a simple walk is a stress that's a stress to somebody's body and they're they're gonna actually see results because they're stressing their body because they've literally done nothing and then on the flip side, you're saying, I've seen people who work out three times a day and a lot of endurance stuff too, which really hammers you. Um, and then they're hit weights, go do, uh, you know, some kind of crazy bike ride. And I was just talking with somebody today and they'll go do something else. Well, you can get away with that for five years and then your hormones going to be shit. You're mm-hmm. going to, you're going to be in the gutter or you're going to get injured and probably getting injured is the probably better option because it would take probably less time to dig yourself out of that hole than it is out to like, just crushing yourself. Yeah, I was just listening to Zach Bitter. He's the ultra marathon runner. Okay. He has the world record for a hundred miles. Uh forget the time, but he did seven minute miles for a hundred miles. It's ridiculous. Which is like <laughs> so crazy. But he's attempting a new record is running, I think, across America. And he has to run, I think, about 75 miles a day for wow. six weeks every Jeez. day. Well, you saw like, like s- stuff like the Iron Cowboy. Did you see that one? I don't think so, no. So he was doing an Iron Man every day for like 50 days, I think it was. Oh, my God. Like, and, like, it started off, I think it was Rich Roll. Have you ever heard of him? I've heard that name before. I think he did a, one, a book called Ultraman, I believe. I wish I read that one. And he did like... Five, uh, five Ironmans in five days on five different Hawaiian islands. And it's just been going like crazier and crazier and crazier. That's, you know, people's, as we evolve in our, like, you know, we get better and better at these things. And, you know, somebody does something, okay, not, they, there's, you know, damn near 8 billion people on the planet. So I, I'm going to top them. <laughs> like, and yeah. it's just, it's just competition at the highest level. But they're doing like the Appalachian Mountain Trail and trying to do was a Scott Jerk. They were trying to like race that and you know do that in the fastest time. And then a guy running across America. Yeah. And the Iron Cowboy was you know fifty Ironmans, fifty days or something. Like, like do you that. know Courtney DeWalter? Uh, no. She did like the Moab two forty. Okay. It like just, Cameron Haynes. I don't know if you know Cameron. Like yeah, I'm not sure. There, there's a a freak of a just human being. He runs a marathon every day. Wow. Runs about twenty six miles every day on top of working, working out and shooting his bow. Wow. He's one of like the best bow hunters in the world. Crazy. And um, he, Courtney DeWalter, did the Moab two forty, or 
Is it two forty? Yeah, it's like two hundred thirty nine miles across like some yeah, crazy yeah, desert yeah. and everything. And um, she beat the second place guy by like eight hours. Wow. And she slept, I think, in three days about a minute. <laughs> like wow. about a minute. <laughs> Why would you even sleep a minute? She's a savage, dude. Like, yeah. you listen to her talk. She was on Rogan quite a while ago now. And it's just like, she's like literally like laid down and just closed her eyes, passed out for a minute. And I think her husband was with her or something, woke her up. And she's like, I slept too long. And just like, boom, gone again. Yeah, it's such a, like, I, she I, literally could have had a meal, slept, yeah. woke up, showered, yeah. and still ran yeah. and still would have beat the second place guy. Yeah. And she's like, I think she's a school teacher. Just I think like, I, I, sh- I think I saw her on rogan I dude on she is names. just like and then there's people like that and it's like man like how do you like how does cameron haynes at the age of 50 55 or 54 run 26 miles every day yeah I mean, like that's kind of crazy but he didn't start like that you know well, i can say that and people are like start, that's amazing yeah. but it's like he maybe with, started at one five, mile yeah, start with 5k <laughs> you know <laughs> it's, it's like but he trains like that because so what he says is he he'll be the best hunter like He'll be able to do anything, yeah. Like hike, hike crazy mountains. That's nothing new. Carry out like a buck on his shoulders, no problem. Yeah. You know, he's just a he's like that. Yeah, but so you come across those guys, and it's just freak. Yeah, as well. like, like you, know, you talk about like David Goggins. That guy's a freak too. Yeah, he is. You know, like, uh, but I love listening to guys like that. They just motivate Same. me more and more and more and more. Yeah, we listened to uh, Goggins before we did two ultras. So we listen to Goggins the night before, and like the morning, morning while you're awake, like when you're waking up, and like you're, <laughs> he's awesome. And you got like I, I really miss I miss like the race day. I'm done any races in a while, um, but you know like the race day, like you know like your routine you got set up, you got your breakfast ready, especially when you're traveling. Like you're traveling mm-hmm. for a race, uh, like we I've been in Victoria and done that marathon and whatnot, but just have like, all your gear, everything's like just laid perfectly yeah. set, and like because it has to be done, just like. Yeah, you want one thing to be out of order, kind of thing, right? And I really do miss that. Yeah, I did uh, seek the peak relay. I remember you, I heard you talking about that. Yeah, that was a push. That was yeah. that 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 was a grind. That was you know, Ampleside Park was yeah, no, it's nine and, and a half k. Yeah. Then the grind, and yeah. that was that and was you go good. Right, and then you go right to the top too. Right to the top, yeah, and then running. back to the lodge. Yeah. It's like my word. I hate I hate running uphill. I had actually. Yeah. Many years ago, I'm like, I'm inventing new sports, downhill running, where you literally just take take the gondola up and just sprint downhill and just take the gondola oh, up yeah. again. That, I love. Like, the grind is a downhill. push by itself. Oh, yeah. Like, it's it a, it kills you. Especially I, if you're racing it. Yeah, like. It's one uh, thing to plot along, but. If yeah, and that was after pushing. running through all the way Cap Trails and then up Capilano Road the whole to the grind. Yeah. I, I, when it came to. You do relays, too. Yeah, you can do it in teams of four, three, then two, and then you can do solo. And I was like, not to sound like like high on myself, but I was like, no one's that I know could do this right now. And I was yeah, like, I'm I'm too selfish to depend on someone when it came to running. Yeah, man, I was like, enough. because like uh, I was like, no, I was like, I want to do this myself. Fair and enough. now I can't do anything. Yeah, 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 yeah. So help now, me, Drew. Yeah, now you're now, now you're the one that's like on the, on the outs. Yeah, like yeah, I used to be able to do that. Like I, I it's missed like, doing the grind, sorry, man. Sorry, Jamie, I just can't rely on you having on my team. It's like oh no. Oh. Yeah, like we went golfing for a buddy's birthday last Sunday, and I haven't golfed in like three years. I'm pretty sure I got like fourth or fifth out of twelve guys. They're like, that's dude, bad. you fucking played pretty good. I'm like, natural athlete, bro. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, bring it. yeah guys that play once a week, I was beating them. <laughs> I was oh, like, yeah. Geez. yeah. 
It was fun though. Like I enjoy sports. Like I've always sort of been good at sort of like agility and stuff like that. Yeah, but I mean, the knees just shut you down. Well, I actually had a, a guy, I've, I've always said this too, he's one of my older clients I used to train, great guy, like Mary still trains his wife, and like we'll go, we actually we have dinner with them probably this coming up this week, we gotta go sit, have dinner with them, and they're like 60. Yeah. And uh, great people, and uh, he's, he's like, I got two pieces of advice for you, Wade. We're in the change room, and he's like, I got two pieces of advice. It's like, you're only as old as your knees are, <laughs> and always put suntan lotion on the top of your head. <laughs> and I, always, I, I remember it. It's like it's grained in there. I always heard like top of your hands too. A lot of people don't do the top of your hands. Yeah, fair enough. But we also not going to get like a skin graft like yeah, on the top of your head's a lot yeah, worse. Yeah, that's true. So, in which he had both of those, which those are come from life experience from him. Yeah, he it's had like, like two knee surgeries. Yeah, that's what I'm hoping for. I hope my knees aren't past the point where it's like ah, this might just be how your body settled like you might just have this knee pain forever i'm like i just can't well, accept that no, no, i just i'm just well, like don't fuck that don't because i have a big goal in mind which i set years ago and it was running from uh langdale ferries to my cabin it's about 75k on the where, sunshine where, coast okay I, I mean you've heard you talking about your cabin i didn't know exactly yeah so it's there. a sunshine coast highway cool. which is not an easy highway to run there's some big hills yeah, on yeah. that. So, and it's about 75K from to where the boat launch is at the far end of the lake. So, and one of the reasons why I wanted to do it was to raise money for Andrew. Cool. And I remember training with my old trainer, Shelly, who I had on here. And I started realizing, like, my knees won't be able to take this. Well, that, yeah. That but kind it's, of distance. A, it's been a dream. It's a dream of mine that but needs to happen. How old are you now? 35? In November, yeah. See how much more of your life you got? Oh, quite <laughs> a bit, yeah. Like, like, time time heals so much. And like, if you're sitting here doing all these things, you're doing these, the cold, hot stuff, you're going to go see Dr. Drew. You're, you're, you, know, you have a good base of knowledge mm-hmm. already. There's no reason... Like it could be five years and you could be feeling right as rain. Like you, oh yeah, for you, sure. Like you know, you never know. It's like every day though for the last ten years, like I've walked with knee pain. Not every day. Like it's it's hard because like every day is different. Some days I don't yeah, feel shit. Sure. Other days I'm like, oh man, they're fucking tired today. Dude, when I was doing the recumbent bike, dragging myself twenty pounds heavier than I was, there's no way. Like I've done four marathons, two ultras. There's no way. Ever in my life at that point did I think that I was going to be doing something like that at all. Yeah. And then you are you just make these little steps, and, like, time heals so much. Yeah. And I worked with, you know, working with other, like, younger trainers. And like one guy, he had, like, a, one of my best friends. Great. He's a beauty. Um, Peach is what we call him. <laughs> but, he like, he blew his shoulder out. Like, he had a uh, – he was on a bike, and he crashed. And he blew his shoulder out, and he was super bummed. And, like, he, he couldn't lift and all this kind of stuff. Like, dude, just, like, you got – just – Take your time. Step by step. It, 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 it will get better. And uh, most of the time, it does. Yeah. You know, you have that, uh, you know, as long as you're treating yourself properly and doing all the right things. Mm-hmm. Like, I was like, even now, like, my back, I used I couldn't even, like, drive out from North Van or Burnby where I was to go visit my parents, which are, like, you know, 10 blocks from here. Yeah. I couldn't do that without being in agonizing pain. Mm-hmm. And now, like, I drove up to Vernon. It was like five and a half hours. And I was fine, which is like come a long way. It's yeah, it's it's incredible. I'm almost like used to it now, where it's like a daily feel. Where yeah. it's like, yeah, that's just there, and it's it's not even just 
that I don't have the effort to do anything about it. It's just like, okay, well, I'm going to start over again. And then three months go by and it's like four months go by. It's like, yeah, they're still the same. Yeah. It's just like, oh man. And then it's like, I stop for a while and I'm like, fuck, I'm, I'm done for now. Like I'm done putting so much energy into this. And then I was like, um, cause, uh, Nick Lubberts. Nick oh yeah. Nick. Yeah. I, I, I know of him. I yeah. Really yeah. He went to Brookswood yeah. and he actually reached out to me saying, hell man, I, I love how you started your podcast, blah, blah, blah. And then he's the one that sort of gave me Drew's information. I was like, oh, fuck, I know Drew Jameson. Like, yeah, I've known him for a long time. And so I reached out to him, and then I was like, oh, you want to come on the podcast? And obviously he came on. And I was like, dude, like, I might come see you for my knees because, like, there's I, – I, I need to figure this shit out because I'm missing out on 50% of my life, it feels yeah. like. Yeah, absolutely. And so, yeah, I'm going to go see him, and hopefully he can save me. <laughs> I just – Stick some needles in there or something. And it's just finding, like – so I found with my back and then my ankle, same thing. You're just finding these, you know, like you're going down this avenue and you see something on a podcast, which is such, a, again, a new thing that, you know, we were never... Some people don't even know what a podcast is. I'm like, pardon? <laughs> I don't, I like, so my, my mom's going to listen to this so at one point. She's like, how do I... Is it live? <laughs> so I'm like, no, no, I'll, not, I'll, not yet. I'll, I'll, I'll set you <laughs> It'll up. be released probably yeah. you know, tomorrow afternoon or but, uh, Sunday. Um, but yeah, but, you know, like we never had these things years ago so you're no, you were yeah. kind of on your own or you go to physio and like it, it just it was a completely different ball game mm -hmm. but the way all the science is coming now and like what they're finding out like even just what like what pain is yeah like, like why are we experiencing it and like it's coming from the brain and some a lot of times the, the tissue is healed but it's still like coming from your brain What's yeah uh Greg Lehman, I think his name is. Maybe something you want to take a look into, like and just with pain and stuff like that. Like it's, yeah, it's just incredible where they're going, and even in two, three, four, five years, like where where's it gonna be now? Yeah, and uh, what the what we'll be able to do with the body at that time? It will be like, and the amount of information you have access to. Yeah, like I, yeah, I, I just really hope, like, yeah. Like, I used to be a fucking machine when it came to running. I could run, like, 15K and be like, meh. Well, I heard you. I, well, yeah, that's insane. You know, like, <laughs> Actually, I'm barely running now, but uh, so I'm not like that, but I got to get back into it. Yeah. Um, and that's what frustrates yeah. me. Like, I know certain people that already have, like a, like, a solid foundation, and they don't even, like, use it. Yeah. You know, one of the guys that I always thought, I was like, man, if you ate right and trained hard, you would be a freak athlete was Romo. I was like, dude, uh, yeah. if yeah, you yeah. ate right, <laughs> yeah. like you'd be a fucking animal. Yeah. You went like no shame against Romo. I love the <laughs> yeah. He's great. But I was like, man, you went the opposite direction. <laughs> I was like, man, you could be a machine. Yeah. And I have some friends like that where it's like, man, if you dedicated yourself to like eating healthy and concentrating on like, your well-being well, and, and learning your positive learning mindset. And reading and I was like, man, you could tips. be phenomenal, like yeah. phenomenal. And there's some people that would kill for that. Like well, when I for the genetics, right? Just yeah, like, like pop in there. You know, one of the craziest genetics is fucking Cody. I, I, that's exactly what I was thinking. Honestly, man, because like I remember my old business partner Russ. I think we were looking at like he saw a photo of like a group of the guys on Facebook, and they're like, he's like, dude, who's that? I was like, oh, that's fucking C Rock. He's like, what the hell? I was like, dude, that's how he's always been. I was like, he is, he's very gifted. He trains hard. 
Like he was an amazing rugby player. I've seen guys trip over their feet trying to trying to catch him. Yeah. You know, it's like he's just a he's just he has great genetics, but he also has hard work. Well, yeah. But he's just always been like that. I think he's had an eight pack since like grade eight. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. it's just like I could Son never look bitch. like that. It doesn't matter how hard I train or what I take, I will never look like that. Well, and that goes into you know, we were talking previously a little bit, but like managing people's expectations. Yeah. Be- because you have this access to Instagram and blah 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 blah. Instagram kills be, you sometimes. Being the worst, like in you know, you have this like what they call it, like body dysmorphia, mm-hmm. where people are like just they have these insane visions and these unrealistic expectations and all this stuff, and they're like, this is not how it's gonna look. I mean, you might we, we could do if you were to change every aspect of your life. You yeah. Pro- you, you, you probably still won't look like that. Yeah. However, you look great. You're gonna look the best version of yourself, and that that's why that's what you should be looking for, anyways. Mm-hmm. Really. Even sometimes I feel very like insecure about how I look. I've even said it to Alexa, and I'm like, yeah, this like little bottom like layer of. She's like, that's not even fat. She's like, that's like fucking skin. <laughs> yeah. She's like, this, this is what I want to lose. I'm like, well, this like I want to get that like cryo frozen off. <laughs> and she's like. No, I'm just like, yeah, I just, I want it gone. Like it bugs me. Yeah. You know, and some people are like, are you actually complaining about that? Like, are you kidding me? I'm like, yeah, but that, that right there is what makes me insecure. Like having my shitty knees right now, it's like, I'm insecure about how my legs look. Yeah, it's like, yeah, because, it, you got, because you can't train them. Because I can't really train them. And if I try and do the next day for like the next two weeks, I'll be like, fuck, I hurt. My knees are in rough shape. Because I tried to push past the pain and it just destroyed my knees. No. And it's like, I am insecure about that. I'll be honest. I am very insecure about how I look sometimes. Even when I'll see a photo of myself, I'll be like, well, like Katie, like, oh, look at this family photo. I'll be like, hate it. Don't like how I look. I'll be like, really? I still think like that sometimes. But it's just, I I think that's everybody. I think you, you, I mean, when do you get over that when you are like, you know, you might like always want to make improvements. I'm happy with myself and happy with my accomplishments. I'm happy with where. You know, all these kind of things. But you always, I never want to be satisfied, which goes back to that same kind of comfort level where I don't want to ever be on cruise control. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I always want to be making improvements, whether it's, you know, physically with schooling. Like, I'm, again, I'm. Never want to stop learning. Yeah. Like, all, like yeah, mentally, yeah. all this stuff, like emotionally, you always want to be growing and improving. And that's, that's the main thing. Yeah. Like, like with the, even with the firefighting too, like, I didn't have to do that, but it was, it was my, original life passion you know it's actually after my car accident that i had to i always want to do personal training as a side gig to the firefighting and my car accident completely changed my life mm-hmm. i had to well shit now what am i going to do it's a phrase i've said before and I, I can't remember who i heard it from it was probably years ago but it's like the day you start exercising is the day you're never satisfied yeah oh yeah, yeah i'm absolutely. like that is so true it is <laughs> like, it is 100 and you're your biggest judge ever like even from like the biggest guys like you know Jay Cutler behind you four time Mr. Olympia if you were to talk to him when he was in his prime he'd probably be like this isn't good here and it's like yeah. well you look ridiculous <laughs> yeah like, and that's 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 a whole that's the extreme side that's a whole another ball game where that that is that's their only sport that's that's what the sport they do is i'm going to make my body look as good as possible so it's like you're nitpicking the like, like Every, every inch yeah. of your whole entire body. Like I met him, and I was like, "Oh, really? What? It didn't. It didn't make sense because he's like five. I think he's around like five seven, and it was off season, and he was three fifteen. Wow. 
And I was just like, I almost wanted to be like, can I just poke you? Yeah. Because it didn't like, because we were at the Reflex Supplement Store on like 56 and like 202 down in Langley. And he was in where the supplements are in the main store. And you go in there and, you know, you get your signature and your bag and stuff like that. And I got a picture with him, like shaking his hand. And then we all went upstairs and sat down. We sort of did like a seminar. And then everyone's just like, He's like, you guys want me to do some posing? Everyone's like, just take your clothes off. Like every single guy, like it didn't matter. <laughs> it was like, get naked. Like we want to see you with no clothes on. And he was up there like flexing. And you're like, what? Like it didn't make sense. You're like, not what he imagined when he was getting into bodybuilding. Yeah. <laughs> take your clothes off <laughs> from a, a dude. 50, 50 dudes <laughs> yeah. in, a, in, a, in a room with no yeah. windows telling him to take his clothes off. <laughs> but like he, w- he was up there and because it's off season, he's carrying like, yeah. So much more yeah, weight because I think he's around like 285 on stage, I think. And he's up there just doing like front double bicep. And you're like, oh my God, dude. Yeah, it's like crazy. his quads would touch like halfway down to his knees. And you're like, wow. Like yeah, I never knew. Like it's, it just doesn't make sense. And I used to follow the Olympia like every year, which is coming up next month. But it's just, it's to me, people are like, oh, that's fucking gross. And I'm like, yeah, like it to most people, you're like, why would you ever want to look like that? But I'm like, you don't understand how hard it is yeah. and how much you have to dedicate your entire life to look like that. And people are like, oh, it's just a steroids. I'm like, no, okay. just hold on a second. Wait, well, like, okay, there's, there's two things. Yes, they're taking an insane cocktail of steroids. Yeah. But B, they do, that does not create miracles. No. Like they, these guys live in the gym. Yeah. They have like a little cot in the back. They, yeah, they 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 spend their entire life obsessing about how to. They count every macro, yeah. everything, every day to a T. And pl- on top of that, they're just genetic freaks, anyways. Oh yeah, like th- like yeah. your average person could do the exact same thing, and they're not going to turn out the same way. No, no. It's just there. It's just a whole. I've always wanted to go to Olympia. Still, yeah, I got one of my buddies, uh, a really good friend of mine that I worked with, Taylor, and uh, he he loved the Olympia, and he always wanted to go there. I guess it's in Vegas. Yeah, I, I never, I never really got into or followed it, but it would be, especially with him or something, it'd be fun. Go have a Vegas weekend, and then oh, yeah. you know, and you're watching this crazy thing, and people are going. I've seen a couple shows. I've actually had a couple clients do shows, and so you're going to watch them, and uh, to, yeah, you know, people are cheering a little bit, but to actually go watch the Olympia, like people be going like, oh yeah, cause, crazy, yeah, because I heard like the, it's almost like the, the, um, it's not the show itself, but it's the whole seminar like the whole actual weekend event where you get to like walk around. It's like in a massive stadium. She's yeah, like, yeah. like I've talked to people that have gone to like, man, you get so much like supplements and like you get to take pictures with people and stuff. I'm like, Oh, that'd be so cool. Yeah. It's the like, atmosphere. Yeah. Like, like, but the show itself where like, it's like, it'd be more of the, probably like a lot of the crowd and the crowd's just like amped up. And like imagine jacked. the amount of meatheads <laughs> there. Yeah. It would be <laughs> crazy. Yeah. Like no matter how like, man, this shirt looks good on me. You go there. You're like, I am tiny. I'm putting, <laughs> a tre- like, I'm putting a trench coat on. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Oh, is this sweater? It's in September. Like, oh, it's cold out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah you go in there in some like tight V-neck, and then all you go in there. <laughs> yeah. Jacket on. Yeah, it's definitely uh, like a one of my like things I have to do is I need to meet Arnold. I mm. want to meet Arnold so bad. Like, I think I've watched I don't know Pumping Iron know how many times. <laughs> Like it's just so good to watch. It's so old school. Yeah, it's like it's no one's in the gym staring on their phone. It's just, it's just old school lifting, 
with like some of the most famous people ever in the bodybuilding world. Yeah. And there's Arnold and you look at him and you're like, your physique's like perfect. It's literally flawless. Like yeah. it's kind of crazy. I was like Frank Zane. Yeah. Yeah, he was actually my favorite. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he his like suction and everything and his vacuum, and his yeah, yeah. posing, yeah, yeah, the vacuum, like it was just something else. I'm trying to think of the other guy who's another like really even I think even older than like Frank Zane. What's his name? The same same type of uh um physique type. Is it like Reeves? Oh, yes. He was yeah, because I have Arnold's book, the Encyclopedia yeah, of yeah. Modern Day Bodybuilding. Yeah. <laughs> uh it's not not Chris Christopher Reeves, <laughs> not, no, not yeah, Superman, but, yeah, but like, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, like so. it's sick, nice little hair. Like it was, he looked <laughs> good, man. But yeah, Frank Zane was on, he was insane. Like his physique is yeah, unreal. There's so many like hidden, like even like Chaz lives next door, my brother-in-law. Like we'll send each other back and forth, like on Instagram over the last couple of years. Like, dude, like look at this guy's physique. And it's like how do you how do you get like that? Yeah. Like yeah, it doesn't even make sense. Like they're just so shredded all the time. You're like. Man, that is so much effort. Well, going back to like, going back to my friend Peach, who busted up a shoulder that I used to work with. Yeah, he's the same thing. Like he could l- walk on stage tomorrow, or maybe maybe he'd take a week of prep and he'd yeah. walk on stage and probably win. And like amateur stuff, he's not like a giant kind of thing. Yeah, but he's just got this, ins- this physique, is insane this- physique year round, like incredible genetics. Again, like, it's just full like you know full muscles and everything. It's the whole works. Yeah, and so people just get what are you gonna just do? have it, man. And that's what I think that's one of the problems that Instagram does. There's these freaks out there, and Dimitri's definitely one of them. Freaks out there who are a one in I don't know, let's say a one in ten thousand. But if you take the entire population, that's a lot of freaks out there. And they all inhabit mm-hmm. Instagram. Mm-hmm. And everyone sees these things and thinks that, oh, if I do this, like this is how I can look. But no, these people are freaks. But and it's their life. Yeah, and, and, That's it's, and their, it's life. their life. You have a family. You have a job. You work at a debt. Yeah. Like, and you have genetic freaks that don't do anything. And they still look decent, but they don't look like they could. Yeah. Right? So they, they, you still need to have that freak mentality and the freak genetics. It's like, uh, who's that guy? Uh, Callum Von Monger or whatever. Oh, the Aussie guy, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He had that documentary about, I think he was on Netflix. It was really good, like, cause he's like a stud of a dude. Like, he just seems like a rad guy. Isn't it like Pumping physique... Iron Two or something like that, or Three or something? Like that? Uh, he's in, I think this. Yeah, he's in either the second or the first one. But he played Arnold in Arnold's movie remake, cause their physique is so similar. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. But like, him. you know, he like fucks around with his buddy on like a forty-five. 45- 45 pound bar with two plates on either side, and they curl it. Boom! Rips his bicep doing something stupid in the gym, and then he goes rock climbing with his brother back at home in Australia or New Zealand or whatever it was and slips off the edge of the cliffs and completely fucks up his knee. Ugh. You know, it's like, it's, it's kind of crazy, but he's hurt himself just doing like not stupid shit, but like, but, dude, like you didn't have to yeah, do that. Kind of normal, normal person type stupid behavior that yeah. gets you into a problem. But his physique is like ridiculous. Yeah. Well, it looks like, he's like the same measurements as Arnold basically. Yeah. He's like, yeah, he's like pretty much similar, but yeah, I like watching guys like that. But again, yeah, I get stuck in your head and you're like, <laughs> yeah, like, so, I, I, know, I never really got into the bodybuilding. I, just, you know, I like it and I respect it for sure. Like it's, you know, it's insane, but it's just so one dimensional. Mm-hmm. And that's what I think about, uh, you know, like powerlifting and stuff like that. Like, and if hey, if you want to go all in on the sport, like, have at it. Like, like, yeah. go do it on that one thing. I just, I prefer personally to be 
able to do I ready want, for anything yeah i want to go do that run i can go do whatever like again i'm not even running right now but i'm boxing a lot but like yeah i can go box i can go run i can hop on a bike and bike i can go lift weights i can mm-hmm. pop, pop in the water just swim. like everyday movements swim. functional yeah. And then, yeah i can scratch my back yeah <laughs> like, yeah you know i can you can do all these kind of things without just being so just dialed into just one, one direction one. push pull push pull yeah especially yeah. especially the powerlifting is yeah, yeah absolutely it's super like it was an eddie strongman i think had that documentary on him it's mm. like it's so impressive though like watching oh, stuff like that you're like wow like well, just same, same with bleed like, nose like yeah. deadlifting you're like holy shit yeah <laughs> like, I mean, that's <laughs> like you're doing like a thousand pounds yeah that took two years <laughs> off your life yeah, <laughs> yeah. Lift. how's that low back yeah like you know it's like how long do guys last doing that like i remember watching the strongman all the time and was it magnus samuelson or whatever yeah yeah yeah. he like won it all the time and he was just this massive guy from sweden or finland or whatever it was yeah it could be norway though too yeah they produce some monsters well like the what's that one massive dude from iceland or whatever he was the yeah 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 Forget his name. Yeah, I don't even know how I, to pronounce I, it. We literally just finished watching Game of Thrones for the second time. Like, oh really? Like last week. I haven't even seen it. I want. Oh, dude. Oh and yeah. I'm, you're, I'm you're a huge Lord of the Rings guy too. And everyone's like, man, how could you not see this? I'm like, ah. I, I didn't. So I didn't start till way later, man. Like it was like we were, It was the gap, like whatever. It was a year, year and a half gap between seven and eight, the last season. And that's when we started watching it on, like you know, we were watching, like binge watching it kind of thing. Yeah. And oh man, it's so good. Don't they just kill off like so many people? It's brutally violent. It's that's fine. A lot of nudity. It's a lot of like just horrible shit. But it's the reason I like because like yeah, there's a lot of fantasy stuff and that stuff's okay. Whatever. That's fine. Yeah. That's fine. But I I love like the like the brutal, no holds barred like battles. Well, and just like this is kind of, like it was a brutal life. And yep. like just horrible shit, and the torture that went on, like you know, it's dark and it's super twisted. But like this is a real kind of look of what it would have been like. Mm-hmm. Like that's, that's it's the most I could imagine it would have been like, you know, from now looking back to when like you know where the, the uh, Vikings, yeah, the Middle Ages and stuff like that. It would be yeah, just a brutal. And existence. life was actually hard every day. <laughs> yeah, like you're <laughs> struggling. I'm like now you wake up, yeah. you're like, dude. Skip the dishes from McDonald's. Yeah, <laughs> like, I don't need to do shit, dude. I don't want to grab my phone. This is, <laughs> this is bullshit. Spuds.ca. Yeah. I'm gonna order yeah. all my food. I'll yeah. lift a finger. Yeah, yeah. The next yeah. thing, next thing is gonna be is you're gonna like it's gonna be a little like ramp or like a little thing that takes you out of your bed and wheels you over to the couch and just plunks you on the couch. Wasn't and, that? And you just sit there for your whole your, your whole day. It was that robot movie. A lot of robot movies. No, it was like that little robot that was left behind on Earth. So, are you talking about like an animation? Yes, dude. I don't have kids, so I don't oh, watch damn animations. It. What was it called again? It's like a little robot movie, and that's what it was. It was all these humans, literally in these carts, and they're every single one of them is like obese, and they're just getting driven around <laughs> on this fucking spaceship. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, there's uh, yeah, there's the human race yeah. in the next hundred years. <laughs> that's why you just gotta throw a rock at us. Wake us up. Yeah. Just don't kill everybody. That's <laughs> they're doing. That's they're doing. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see where the race goes. I, I don't. As of right now, I don't, I, I don't have high hopes. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's sad to say. It I might mean, not be the best way to look at it, but. Yeah. But again, that's if you're paying attention to everything the media shows you. If you don't, like I follow a good, a good news 
movement on Instagram has nothing but good stories. That's cool. I'm like, this is what people need to pay attention to. Like, instead of concentrating on all this negative bullshit or bullshit these days, how will you concentrate on like living a healthy life and helping people and bettering yourself and learning and focus on like helping out children and all that type of stuff instead of just all this crazy shit that's happening these days. I don't know. It's just overwhelming. There's too much. There's too much going on. Hate and fear and anger and division sells. It sells. Yeah. It sells a lot. Clicks. Sells clicks. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, or like, you know, the, you can just look at, you know, social media, you have these misleading headlines. They're Mm -hmm. just so ridiculously, not even what the story's about, but people see the headline they and get outraged. Well, either outraged a, they, either a, they won't read it and they'll see the headline, they'll blow it. But if they were to actually read the article, it has nothing to do with mm-hmm. what was actually said. But it's just clickbait, you know, and it's it's just so ridiculous because it sells. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, I, you wish that people, more people would take these little detox things. Like, I'm just going to get off the phone. I'm just going to go live life and go sit in the sun, you know, yeah. jump into cold water. Go, go camping go, for three days, no phone, Walk no around technology. barefoot in the grass, go for a hike in the forest, and just yeah. reconnect with nature. And that's one thing I love about our new place because we are, we are in, in nature. nature. And then yeah. I don't even put my – I'll walk around barefoot outside all the time. I'm like, like I'm a kid. Like, I love it. It's yeah. so great. And it's all a lot of rock, so it's not that easy. Well, that's but good for the feet. Yeah, exactly. It toughens them yeah, up, right? Yeah, exactly. Um but yeah, I just wish I wish people would do a bit more of that. Turn off, mm-hmm. turn off the bullshit, and just uh, you know connect back into real life. How we're supposed to live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't know what the future holds, man. I, I don't know. It's worrying because I have kids to raise in it. Yeah, and that makes it very stressful sometimes. Yeah, we want to go down the same path, and it's just. It's ter- it's terrifying. It, re- it sort of is. Some days where it's all the, especially because of the podcast I listen to, and it's like, okay, you need to worry about the type of food and the the plastics it comes in, and you have yep. to worry about COVID, and you have to worry about all this different type of shit all all the time, and uh, genders, and what are they teaching in schools now, and universities, and the environment, which affects everybody, yeah. and that doesn't seem to be at the top of the list for what? some reason. I was looking at another one today. Like or everything. I, I don't know. It's like, uh, or in like the uh, the uh, fertility, human fertility. Mm-hmm. It's drop is plummeting. And there's like some people are predicting as by like, uh, you know, 2050, we're not going to be able to have kids. Like yeah, it's, that's, it's, it'll be, they, they say the population, I think, is going to get to about 10 billion, and then it'll start declining. Yeah, that's what they said. There's some people from yeah, what I've heard. Yeah, some people are just yeah predicting that we're going to have a, a big crash in population. And As of right now, nuts. we're not going towards because they, they say like the average person like or North America is like they have two and a half kids. I'm like, how does how do you put a point five in that? How does that work? Well, it's the average kind of thing, but like I, I don't even think it was like half a child. Yeah, half child. I don't even think. I don't understand when they say that. I don't, like, even, uh, I don't even think it was that much. I thought it was like yeah, 1.6. I, I think it's like two and a half. That's I, thought, what I heard the other day. I thought that we had fallen below the the level of sustainability, and that's you know, why we have to have uh, immigration because we're just not having enough kids to sustain our population. Yeah, which I don't know if is a good thing or a bad thing. Pollution wise, it's probably a better thing, I guess. Less people, <sighs> less 
pollution. But where is that? Where is that line? It could in? lead to something. Where much does that? Worse. Yeah. Where is that line in? Yeah. Or and, and are we falling because there's a massive fertility problems because of our talk? It's obviously from a toxic environment. There's. Well, even Drew was saying like he's shocked at the guys, mostly yeah. because this guys from eighteen to thirty-five, where that see them is how low people's testosterone is. Yeah. And, and what are you saying they're half the man our grandfathers were? Yeah. Like, it's, it's exactly. And right. it's also half. The sperm count from yeah. what our grandfathers had. It's insane. And I'm like, and like that one girl did a massive study on plastics and plastics is, you can see the rise of plastics and then the drop of sperm rate. Wow. It's like happens at the exact same time. And it's like all the, all the, all what your food comes wrapped in, you know, like I, my next solo podcast, I want to look up a bunch of information about, you know, what happens to your food when you put it in a microwave. Yeah. I mean, Cause I've heard, I've used a microwave and, I use it for a heat bag. It's the only thing I use it for. Yeah, that's you're that's not it. putting that in your body. Like if I if I heat up milk for Wilder and my son, then I put the kettle on. Yeah, and then what's the big deal? like oh you gotta wait five minutes. Yeah. Oh boo hoo. What's, yeah, what's the big deal? Like just oh you just reheat the kids' food in the microwave. I'm like not a chance. We don't even have a microwave. Oh keep the saran wrap on. It's fine. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh inside yeah. a plastic container. Oh yeah. congratulations. <laughs> yes. Clap your hand. Yeah, oh, I, how about I just get this uh, Tupperware and I just shave yeah. some plastic? <laughs> you guys want some spice? Yeah. <laughs> you go just yeah. shave it off into the food. It's a, a pepper shaker. We just but I've heard Neil deGrasse Tyson talk about a microwave. And he said, yeah, no, there's no harm. And I'm like, yeah, but you're setting like whatever type of rays, I forget the type of rays it is, yeah. into plastic that breaks down. Yeah. It's like having plastic in sunlight. It's terrible. Yeah. yeah. Like, don't drink a water bottle that's been sitting in the sun. <laughs> like yeah, it's exactly. very straightforward. Yeah, there's a, and it was a lot of other people who say that it is not the case, and there it is damaging your food and, and, the, and the plastics and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. I will err on the side of caution. I don't need it. I like my life is not degraded in any kind of sense that like from not having a microwave. I've had a microwave in eight years. Yeah, never used one, yeah. and my life is fine. Just heat it back up on the pan. Yeah. It's not <laughs> it's difficult. It's not a big deal. You know, think outside the box, people. Yeah. Little changes. That's what I said. Like, even on the solo, I was like, if you want to eat yogurt, Greek yogurt, don't buy flavor. Just get plain and grind up. What did I, what did I do to the, because plain yogurt, I, I understand. Like, it's like, mm, is it what I'm eating sour cream here. Yeah. And yeah. if you do eat dairy or some, a lot of people have problems with dairy, but if you do, what I did is I blended up strawberries and blueberries, yeah. and then I mixed it in. The girl's like, this is great. I'm like, or just put there a, you go. Put a splash of honey in it. Yeah. Honey and some berries. Boom. There's all the sweetness you need. Yeah. Like. Easy man. fixes. It's, yeah. And that's, the, that's another, like, like, you can sidestep. Like, you don't have to just take what is given to you. Like, mm-hmm. okay, we got some flavored yogurt for you. It's great. Well, it's got like 40 grams of sugar in it or something. So I'm just making the number up. But it's stupid. It's like 22, yeah, it's rid- 22 or 23 grams for three quarters of a cup. And, and I'm like, and that is crazy. Yeah, and most people eat more than three quarters of a cup. Yeah, I and eat like a cup every time if yeah, I do so, play Greek. And like you don't have to just like, well, I'm just going to eat this yogurt because this is what they got. But just take With a, probiotics in it. Yeah. I'm like, look at well, the ingredients. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck. No. Just take one little side shuffle here. Eh. And then do your own thing. Throw your berries and your honey in. Boom. Yeah. If you don't, and if you look at the ingredients on the food you're eating, if there's a word in there that has 18 letters, it's probably yeah. not natural. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm just throwing it out there. Yeah. Stay away from the processed oils. Yeah. Or if, sh- if sugar is the first ingredient. Yeah. Oh, fructose. You're like, yeah, yeah. no. Sounds fantastic. No. Even like uh, those like vitamin C packs or whatever that mm. that come like, oh, 1,200 milligrams of vitamin C. You look at the ingredients, the first 
word in it is fructose. Really? And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. Well, the, I mean, Jesus. yeah. Looking at the marketing, the marketing that has been done and manipulating people, and you know, just, just even just packaging. Like, you know, people they'll change your package and they put green all over it, and like, oh, that must be good, just because it's green. Well, like I've said before, like, oh, no added steroids or hormones i'm like so they're not adding to what's already in there yeah it's it's i'm like it's just trickery of words yeah it's i all, get it's it, it is. or like, like one that bothered me too was uh you know there was a thing and whether you it has no comment on what about any of this but there's a beyond meat burger and it has this huge list of ingredients oh god don't get me started and that, well and that's fine whatever and then it has this other one that says beef and it's just the beef I'm like, dude, it's not just beef like we know that there's hormones there's antibiotics and that kind of stuff so if you want to be honest List all that stuff, and then we'll make a comparison. Mm -hmm. Or, I mean, if you're having, you know, grass-fed, organic, you know, pasture-raised beef, yeah, okay, then just list that. Yeah. But that's, it's again, it's just a real play on words and manipulative. Well, it's kind of crazy that all these, like, main chain, like, Burger King and, and Wendy's and whatever, whoever offers, like, this Beyond Meat, I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Look at the amount of processed oils. That thing is pretty much just processed meat. You're telling me that's worse or, or be better, better yeah. than fucking just eating meat with a little bit of steroids and antibiotics <laughs> yeah. in it? Like, what is actually worse for you? Like, yeah. Well, I mean, that's the question. Yeah, that's the question. I mean, but is this whole movement right now? And I and I, I like that there's the movement that you know we don't always have to have meat because if you're looking at environmental factors that go into it, and can mm -hmm. we sustain this when we have 10 billion people on the planet? Can this be sustained at everyone eating at a Western, you know, Western culture type diet? And the answer is, it's got to be no. It has to be that the whole world can't eat like us because they don't right mm -hmm. at this point. And if we continue growing like this, I mean, where are we going to go? Um, but I did watch an interesting uh, documentary. Do you do you watch uh, Kiss the Ground? I I. What I see documentaries like that, I have to be in the right mindset. To watch oh, it, I'm sure. like, I for can't sure. watch this. I'm gonna get all depressed. No, no, it was, it was actually it was actually quite good. There's some depressing moments, like a lot of that kind of stuff. Yeah, but it was actually really good. And because it's about the soil, right? Like how important yeah, the soil yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, and like how much like uh, CO2 it sequesters and all this kind of stuff. And like the you know we're headed to another dust bowl and stuff like that we had in the 30s. And like it's a lot of problems coming if we keep going down the monoculture, uh, like traditional route of agriculture, mm -hmm. which is just horrible. Yeah, um, but that one is actually really hopeful because it shows that you know we don't have to be that afraid because you know cat like uh, beef and cattle are all being demonized so much, mm -hmm. and whether you this down there like whatever, but it shows that like having animals just graze on a pasture can restore it, inc yeah. incredibly. Yeah, because they shit on the soil, yeah, yeah, sort of like gets fertilized naturally. These absolute like deserts, and then twenty years later is an oasis. Like it was incredible. Yeah. Because uh, yeah, regenerative farming too, yeah, that's that, that, getting that, more and more popular. Yeah, that was too. it. That was it. And they were going yeah. around the country, and these these guys were farmers, and they've switched to regenerative agriculture. And they are whether they're making like ninety five cents more per acre or something. The person was like making five cents an acre or something like that, and they were making he was like making ninety five. You know, it might not be the right numbers, but he was making way more money. It was way better for the environment. It was just mm -hmm. clearly a way to go. But everyone else is just. Well, this is how my dad did it, so I'm gonna do it. And yeah. they just just keep going down the traditional route and it's they're getting screwed. Right? There's just too many problems these days. <laughs> well yeah, it, it is. There's it's just too many too many people, there's too many problems. There's teams for this and if you believe in that, 
You're canceled. You're done. You're canceled. Yeah, which you're is another massive problem. Yeah, I'm waiting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm Bring waiting. It. Bring it. <laughs> Bring yeah. it. Don't look up my old Facebook posts. I may have said something yeah. fucking really stupid. Just can't, just, yeah, delete it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm waiting for that. I told Katie that the other day. I'm like, be prepared one day. It might yeah. happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. shit storm. Is anybody the washing, bud? Yeah. Well, we're at two and a half hours. Are we? Yeah. Can we wrap up? Can we wrap her? Can we wrap her? We could have another beer, though. <sighs> All right. Yeah, it's two and a half hours. Yeah. That was a packer room. Well, I am uh, had a great time. I'm always down to come. I'll make you some Negronis next time. Yeah. Got the Knob Creek in the house now. There's yeah. Old fashioned. Well, made. I appreciate making the trip, man. It's been a good time. Yeah. Thanks for the bottle. Knob yeah. Creek. The beer. I, I make some uh, mean, old-fashioned, or Negroni. Yeah. I like cocktails. Yeah. Well, well next time I'll uh, I'll stay at my parents. I'll take an Uber back to my parents' house. They, should, they like, stay in the same house? Oh, yeah. Same house. Fuck, man. Place must be worth some money now. Yeah, probably. <laughs> and Brooks was expensive, man. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Well, I hope everyone enjoys this conversation that I had with Wade Dickinson. And um, yeah, thanks again, man. Yeah, cheers. Thanks that for having awesome. me on. Appreciate yeah. it. Wait, that's a go pee. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Cheers. Cheers.